There it is. Mike Jack, y'all know what time it is. You are locked in with Panther Politics Podcast. I am your host, Seven the Panther, a.k.a. the Carolina Hurricane Ridiculous Slang, a.k.a. your baby mama's favorite rapper, a.k.a. a whole lot of other things. Y'all should know by now. And, of course, we got my brother from the shiny state of California. Either mad, what's good, brother? What's happening? Everything is everything, man, you know? Um, kind of shocked that it's still this pretty in Washington this this, this late into the run, but... Uh, so it's kind of nice out here today. <laughs> it's kind of nice out here today. So uh, somebody hit me up yesterday and said uh, they watched the uh, bonus flavor, the little, the little short bonus flavor clip that I posted uh, on, on Rumble when we were talking after Mojo left last week. And it was like, hey, yo, was that really an earthquake? <laughs> I was like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> we just making up shit to sound good? Yo, that shit's crazy. I mean, how did how else did that uh that whole tropical storm situation? Wait, so they asked that question. They didn't see the news. It was all over. The I mean, apparently, news. apparently they don't they don't watch the news. I don't. They, it's a lot of shit they don't seem to know. But they, that's another that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so I mean, like as far as that, because like even hearing about a hurricane hitting California sounds crazy. So like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what was there a lot of devastation? Um, like inland. Well, first of all, a hurricane didn't hit California. A tropical storm did. So, I mean, you know, you from the east, so you already know how that works. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was just a lot of where I'm at. It was just a lot of rain, but I mean, like, it was only like rain. Like people get people get shit twisted when it comes to what's out here. Like again, we're the desert. It's not built for a lot of rain drainage. So when you hear flash flooded and all that, it don't take a lot for that to happen. Mm. I say like it's L.A. So three inches of rain in a day can cause flooding. But again, it's not like it's going to be out here fucking looking like Princeville for weeks because we got the, you know, we got the aqueducts to handle all of that. No doubt. So so at the worst, like what you might end up with is mudslides depending on how how long it keeps raining because again, the, the ground is extremely dry. Mm, true so the rain, But the rain doesn't sink in immediately. You know what I'm saying? So, but once it does, it could, you know, you know cause like a, a avalanche. So, but either way, it wasn't all of that. Like again, like I said, it's tropical storm. People, you know, all up in their imagination about shit. Absolutely. I was I was walking to the store in the rain. It, it was it was just rain. <laughs> I mean, us being from the east, you know, we've been through that that shit many times. You know I, what I mean? But it's I mean, but it's East Coast is motherfuckers. Like, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like what the fuck, man? Like you know the difference between a hurricane and a tropical storm, nigga. Stop tripping. <laughs> Yeah, man, like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate the concern. I do appreciate the concern, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think sometimes people don't understand, like, you you, you know, you could bother a motherfucker being over-concerned, overly concerned. I ain't said you nothing. I've tell you about it since. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, like this shit's amazing, man. It's crazy. Like, people, oh, man, I heard there's fires out there. I live in L.A. Those fires are in Northern California. They're fucking 10 hours away. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's just the thought process behind it. It's like people... People are concerned, but I think some people just like want to have just the scoop. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So the questions come through, like to me, like I get real cynical about it. So like even like I'm a person, I keep my people, like check on my people. When people have funerals or pet, you know, people like family members passing away. I'm not the first nigga that's gonna call you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you a couple of days, maybe even a week, maybe in two weeks, depending on how our relationship is. 
But what I'm not going to be is a part of that pile on of people just fucking with you and just constantly, oh, how you feeling? How you doing? My grandmother died yesterday. And you're asking me how I feel today. Get that person some time to process some shit, man. Especially if y'all not even related, then you're not gonna be at the funeral any fucking way. That part. The, the most I do, especially if I if I um like say for instance, if something was to happen to somebody that we that we all know, uh, and I and I see a post it, the day posted, I might shoot them a message and just say my condolences. I'm not gonna ask no questions, right. nothing like that. I just need you to know that I'm thinking about you. And, and you know that I, that I feel your pains, like like I don't want to. Yeah, you can't bombard niggas with your emotions when they when they going through something. <laughs> exactly, and and that's the same thing that happens like when it comes to just like things like with the storm and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you know, again, like I said, I appreciate the concern, but people don't think about the fact like, okay, you're calling now. Imagine how many other motherfuckers is calling. Like if I have an issue, I would definitely let you know. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you can help me, I'll let you know. No doubt. If you can't do shit for me, what's the point? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, again, like, concern is one thing, but, like, that shit, it kind of get intrusive after a second, you know what I'm saying? It's like, goddamn. Be easy, man. Enjoy your day, you know what I'm saying? I'm alive out here. You know what I'm saying? I make it do what it do, one way or the other. There ain't no thing to it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, shit. Before we go too far. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Now, of course, now, Southern California, like, like like, the tip, like, New Mexico, that's something a little different, you know what I'm saying? But we ain't down there. I mean, so before I get too far gone, I gotta remember to do this because I always forget. Shout out to our sponsor, Pretty Kings, and shout out to the newest members of our sponsorship squad, Echo Limitless. Thank you. Uh, we got some some new treats coming for y'all soon, courtesy of Echo Limitless. So um, it's gonna take things to another level. It's we just trying to get better, you know. Just trying to get better. I'm trying to keep growing so y'all keep tuning in. Um, so we ain't got to keep rooms and shit. That part. Now, well, I mean, he, uh, according to the, the guy who's doing the editing, he said it's a good idea for us to do the Zoom too, um, but also have the other camera running so they can do cuts and all of that. Because you can't really do shit to a Zoom video because it's just whatever you see is what it is. Um, and sometimes since we can see all three of us on the screen when all three of us are on, for me. Somebody might make a face when you're saying something, but nobody else can see it. And we start laughing about it, but they have no idea what we're laughing at. You know what I'm saying? So he's able to, to, to cut that in real quick so they can get to look at the face to know why we're laughing. Um, you don't have to explain that on camera. Huh? You don't have to explain that on camera. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I know. I, I know you know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm saying for those people out there. <laughs> it don't matter. They're just watching anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they'll, they'll catch up. No doubt. Oh man. Well, shout out to Mojo Barnes wherever uh, he may be. I don't need no level of technical shit. <laughs> this nigga's <thing is> wild, yo. <laughs> I love it. Oh shit. Oh, man. Um, I don't want to talk about that. Uh I wanna I think I, I do want to ask you about this and I wanna know why. I think I know why, but Podcast review channels. I don't, I've never really, I don't think I've ever actually watched a podcast review. I don't think I have. But why do you hate podcast review channels? <laughs> I'm actually trying to watch the podcast. I don't want to see anybody else talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So again, like if you're Googling some shit or you're YouTubing some shit, it's hard to know whether or not you're actually seeing the clip or if you're seeing a review. So I just don't want to see a review of a podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Okay. So, I mean, 
Okay, I guess that is a little different than a music review because even if somebody gives you a line out of a song that they really like, you still have to hear the rest of the song. You could you could literally sap all of the life out of a podcast by by exposing all of the, the the really poignant clips ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel you on that. And or just spoiling the topic altogether, and nobody knows. Like every, we knew what we were talking about, but if, now if they saw your shit, they ain't even got to watch now because now they, you know what I'm saying? Well, nah, I, I don't even mean that far. I'm just talking about the fact that if I'm looking for the podcast, I want to see the podcast. I don't want to see nobody talking about it. That's it. Like, it don't matter how you covering or anything of that nature. I'm just saying, like, okay, if I'm looking for something, like, for instance, uh, Corey Holcomb's situation with Scruncho, Scruncho talking about T.K. Kirkman. I was looking for the clip of the actual podcast. I didn't want to sit through the entire 5150 to catch it. I just wanted to see that clip. And every time I pulled up the clip, it was somebody talking about the clip instead of me actually seeing the clip. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I get it. People putting up content and shit, but that shit just gets on my nerves. It just bothers my fucking uh, internet, sir. That um, that remind me of when uh, whatever the situation was with Easy and Papoose happened, and I didn't get a chance to catch Joey and them talking about it. So I was like, okay, let me just look it up. So I looked it up, and I was like, yo, why do I keep seeing this shit? I don't want to see you tell me what they said. Yo, I feel you on that. Because like, I want to hear from the horse's mouth. Because you're going to miss something in the context of what I want to hear in your review that's going to take take this, take the, uh, take the the flavor out of it for me. So, yeah, I feel that. Hell, yeah, that, that's definitely happened to me. So now I, now I know exactly what you're saying. Okay, okay. That's all, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like I said, it ain't even taking the flavor. I just don't want it. I want to see what I want to see. I don't want to see you talking about it. <laughs> I got, like, what aspect they covering it from I just want to see the clip I don't want to see oh man then they said this and then they I, I don't want to hear all of that and I, I, I could see the value in that if it's something that I, I don't mind hearing cliff notes of and I, I don't necessarily intend to watch it but if I plan on watching it I just want to watch it like it is what it is I feel you hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah I, want to I mean but the whole point being is like people making content out of anything and I, I think that shit is, is just not cool you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just ain't cool. It ain't good to watch for me. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. Let's you, get some money. You're basically hearing one person's interpretation of somebody else's opinion. <laughs> that's that's basically all that turns into. So I mean, I, I completely right. understand. Well, no, again, like I said, it's not. I don't care what you say. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I don't care about the opinion of it. Don't care. I just don't want to. I just want to see the clip. That's all. Okay, Mister. I don't care. I understand. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I heard. I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm explaining it to the people. Like even because like you bringing that topic up, I'm saying like that ain't what. Like I'm just saying for me and for people listening. I understand. People, we talking to the other people too. Right. Absolutely. I think it's uh yeah. I think I mean everything got everything got its time and place, but. Yeah, if you're a fan of podcasts and actually want to watch the podcast, skip the review channel. Just watch the pod, man. You ain't gonna, you, you know what I'm saying? It, it actually ser serves a better purpose to the podcast that you're trying to support when you do that. Watching those clips only help the person who clip you watch. It don't really help the podcaster. Um, so shit, if you enjoy a podcast, watch that motherfucker or listen to that motherfucker, whatever the case may be. Um, oh, or make shit. him tired of that shit. That shit is just to me. It's just lazy content. Yeah, you ain't really have to do no work for it. 
you took somebody else's content and just talked about it. And and if you take a clip, right? This is the thing I'm thinking. You take a clip and you start explaining the clip, but like everything you're about to say was actually said if they, if you just let the clip keep playing. But now you're giving us that, and it sounds like it's your take, as opposed to you allowing them to go. Ahead, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel, man, that shit is crazy. Yeah, okay. Now the more I think about it, that is kind of nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. Okay, okay. Yeah, that fuck. I mean, shout out to anybody. Get the hustle how you get it off. I don't have to like it. That shit is just, uh, just I think that shit will whack. That's another thing. Um, this is this isn't even a topic, but just off of what you just said. Um, it okay. Here's my here's. I think this is a question that I've been that I've been contemplating for a little bit, and I don't know if I ever asked anybody or not. But in accordance with that, we have. You know, get your hustle on how you get your hustle on. I don't have to like it. Why is it that if you don't like it? <laughs> it's okay. This is a question that's been asked a million times. And I think, I think as a matter of fact, I think we talked about it not too long ago. But it's just, I, I just want to reiterate um, your opinion and how you feel about something is all, it's completely yours. It doesn't matter what another person thinks about your opinion. It doesn't matter what another person feels about how you feel. None of that matters. So, the only time that how you feel matter, should matter in regards to anyone else is if it's something involving something that's going to affect your relationship with that person. Then at that point, everybody's feelings come into play. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I understand how you feel. You understand how I feel. Let's put it on the table, iron it out. But in the case of creators, especially content creators on the internet, you can't do that. You can't say, oh, I mean, I get it, bro. I see what you're doing. I just don't like it. Because now all of a sudden it turns into a whole different thing. It's not oh, you're a person and you have the right not to like this. That ain't it. Nah, everybody should like my shit. Fuck you, you're a hater. Or it's over your head. That's the one That's one of the ones I hate the most in hip-hop. It's over your head. How the fuck you figure it's over my head? How do you know what my, my level of comprehension is? Maybe this nigga just trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, And you hearing something that ain't even actually happening right now. So, I don't know, man. People, the, the nature of humans can get troubling at times, but I guess we all we got. <laughs> I guess we all we fucking got shit. Um. Oh yeah, I've been waiting to talk about this one ever since I saw you posted up. We live in a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to. I don't want to say anything too out the way. But we live in a, in, a, in a very particular country that has a very particular history, a very particular scheme going on, and there's one person in the last. I could say 20 years, probably 20 to 25 years, who's been able to galvanize that energy and move it. And we've seen the change just in the fact that we've seen the rise of the Patriot Front, the Proud Boys and all these other motherfuckers. Uh, January 6th was like the, you know, the powder keg exploding. Um, We're talking about, of course, we're talking about Donald Trump. Um, The country is very divided over this guy. There's a lot of conflict going on about it um i even saw a picture of one of the mugshots and the people in the comments were going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and i was like yo in my personal opinion watching donald trump and knowing who donald trump is from way back i don't find him that polarized i don't find him that interesting you know what i'm saying i i i'll watch him give, give i'll watch a clip of one of his speeches because i know he's gonna say something ridiculous to make me laugh but other than that, I could give two fucks about Donald Trump, to be honest with you. Um, 
but the country is very much divided over the topic. And I don't, and I don't understand why being that he's not even the president anymore. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a question. It's like, I'm not, I'm not always the person that's actually analyzing stuff. Sometimes I'll just look at stuff and I'm like, just, okay, that's what it is. That's what I see. And with this, all I see is the division. And I really don't understand where it's coming from. Like, 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 I understand where the division is coming from. I don't understand, I think, how loud people are about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at one point, I mean, just 10, 15 years ago, I, actually, I think this shit might have started with Obama. Now that I think about it, it might have started with Obama. But you never really heard people, like, you always heard the term, I don't discuss politics. I'm not going to tell you who I voted for. I'm not going to do all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, all you hear about is who voted for who. They point fingers at who you voted for. And, oh, we in this condition because you voted for that person. Oh, I don't vote because, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to choose in between. Uh, whatever reason it is. Like, I don't think I've ever seen this much uh, just division between people. Like, because, like, the first thing that started, like, you know, like just so far as the topics went, like my thing was Trump's mugshot, and it leads into this for me, because we knew what day by what day he had to turn himself in, or whatever, right? And all you hear, all I saw on on the internet was motherfuckers like, "Where's the mugshot? Where's the mugshot?" He been indicted in all these places, but he finally getting arrested. Where's the mugshot? Where's the mugshot? And I'm like, why you care? Like, I, I don't even understand what the mugshot going to do for you. You know, um, I don't understand what that does for you. I don't understand why people are so busy arguing with each other about a person that you just said isn't even our president no more. You know, I'm not even concerned with the fact that he became the president. No more. I'm not even concerned with people's lack of understanding for politics and how this shit works. I'm not going to sit here and say I understand it all the way, but there are certain basics that I do know that I understand that others don't. And I see a lot of new people, a lot of people who are newly interested in politics. Oh, yeah. And they have a lot to say, and you can tell it's like, okay, you're speaking from talking points that you've heard. You're not even speaking from, from what you learned in eighth grade civics class or ninth grade civics class. You know what I'm saying? Um, but expressing, yeah, I, expressing an informed opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just the whole shit is just wild to me. Like, like this morning I woke up and I saw footage. Um, I guess it was people in the sports bar, and it looked like all races, like not one race or anything, like like got like races. This first time I mentioned race in this whole thing. It was it looked like it was mixed, a very mixed crowd in a in a two-level sports bar. And when they flashed it, they flashed it mugshot for the first time on the news. And everybody in there started cheering like they won the fucking Super Bowl. That's like they crazy. Yeah, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, whichever side you fall on, like I'm just like, like, why are people feeling so strongly about it? And you're so loud about it. I just don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. I'm just confused by the whole shit. Because at right. the end of it, we, 
he still got to live with whatever laws are in place regardless. So, like, yeah, you're going to try to vote for your best interest. I hope your best interest comes to play. But you got to work with what the fuck you got. This is the thing I think I, I wish people would get, man. And, you know, I'm pretty... I get pretty deep into politics sometimes, um, <laughs> to say the least. I think people need to... And I blame the media for this. Hold up. Is that a fucking train? It ain't that bad. Gee, thanks, Amtrak. <laughs> you can't hear it. All we heard was the horn. I know. Yeah, I was I was thanking Amtrak for the for the interruption. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh no, no. <coughs> it wasn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't that bad. Like the horn, it it wasn't nothing. Oh, okay, yeah, and I, I can, of course, obviously, I can hear it really well, but um, yeah. I thought maybe the microphone picked it up better, but like, nah, I don't know, like, that's all we heard, all we heard was the horn, you can't hear nothing else. That's what's up, all right, cool, I like these better than I thought, all right, so, <laughs> pardon me, there is people who seem to, and I blame the media for making the presidential election so important, they put so much on that so much on, and most people don't realize that many of the decisions that the president ends up making very rarely end up affecting you directly like the mayor the governor city council in your city in your state have a far greater effect on your life pardon me but you don't see pardon me people in washington running around saying oh jay insley 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 nope even out of office for what three years now it's still trump 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 trump, trump. everywhere you turn um I think one of, the, one of the biggest things is, like I said, I feel like his presidency and that whole campaign and even during the course of his uh, his tenure in office empowered a segment of the community that felt like they had to be quiet for whatever reason. Um, they harbored their feelings inside <laughs> and didn't just, you know. <clears throat> I think the same thing happened. You were absolutely right. <clears throat> the only other time it's happened that I've seen was Barack Obama. <clears throat> I see black people that have never heard talk about politics, have never voted in their entire lives. Run to the polls to vote for that man. Run to the polls to vote for that man. And when I asked them, well, that's cool you voted for Obama. Who did you vote for for mayor? Oh, I ain't vote for no mayor. Who give a fuck about that? I voted for the most important position. So people, like you said, people have an acute lack of understanding when it comes to politics, first of all. Second of all, with Trump turning, giving them the key to turn the engine on for what they really wanted to do in the first place, um, the vi the division comes from heightened emotions. That's all that is. People get emotional about the shit because they see some people see somebody that's lifting them, lifting them and their opinion up, and another group of people see somebody that's trying to tear apart everything they've they've been fighting hard to try to build. And when you have anytime you have that kind of dynamic going on between two groups of people, and I'm not saying black or white or anything like that. It's not a race situation. It's a simple matter of people who uphold a, a more a certain conservative type of lifestyle against people who have a slightly more liberal liberal way of seeing things. And anytime you have that, it's going to be conflict, but it's only heightened because of the level of celebrity of Donald Trump, even before he was the president. Like he, people don't, especially young cats. Like I, I met a guy 22, 23 years old and he, you know, he, he voted for Trump. I think 20, no, he's 25. He voted for Trump last time. I mean, the time, the previous time he voted for Biden this time. And I asked, how did you jump the fence like that? He said, well, I voted for Trump because I got caught up in the wave. 
I can admit that I got caught up in the wave. But then when I started seeing what was happening, he said, and I don't even blame him for what's happening, for what happened. I'm, the people who support him and how they act is the problem. And I was like, right. So he was like, so when the time came around to vote again, I just said, fuck it and voted for, for Biden. And I said, and now you're regretting that too. He was like, yeah. I was like, you know why? You're never going to get a good option for president. The whole purpose of a president in the first place, the whole the whole purpose of most politics that we see, being the president, the House of Representatives, and the Senate, their whole purpose in this whole thing to play through the media is to keep us confused and not know what the fuck is going on. And, and, to, and to make you act off emotion as, as opposed to understanding and, and, and real thought. And I got to give Trump his due. He is a fucking master at that. A master at evoking emotion out of people. So I don't know, man. I wish niggas would take more time to do their homework and recognize exactly what they're dealing with as opposed to whatever their mind is making up to tell them, oh, this is going to be this, 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 and it. Motherfuckers, some motherfuckers don't realize that laws is different from state to state. <clears throat> you get caught with a gun in a car in Washington, whoever gun that is getting a charge. You get caught with a gun in New York, everybody in the car going to jail. So they figure out what the fuck going on. And you might still get a charge. <laughs> so, I mean... Think, people, please, please think. And don't let don't let anything to come out of any candidate's mouth sway you to feel emotional in no type of way. Logically assess what's happening and at what effect it's going to have on the life of you and the people that you love. Then you act, whatever that action may be. I'm not saying what it should be. I'm just saying act. That's all I'm saying. Because it's a lot of uh it's a lot of motherfuckers sitting in neutral that got a lot to say. Uh, oh, guess who's awake? <laughs> and on his way here. <laughs> okay. Yo, so um, it, it was something that you said. Um, now, like, speaking of the confusion, like, I don't necessarily agree that... Or maybe I misunderstood what you said, so please correct me. I don't necessarily agree that these people are trying to keep people confused. I think they see the confusion and work with it. Well, I can see that, but the, the other side of that is they created the confusion in the first place. On, only thing is did, they had to wait for it to grow to a point of hysteria. Now they're able to steer it where they wanted to go. Did they create the confusion or like how you just said, people are uninformed? Well, I would say the confusion started from... And it, let me see. Let me make sure I answer this correctly. Okay, I'll put it this way. I think the confusion started from... Started purposely. But then it, it worked and everything was smooth and the people were where they needed them to be. So they just kept going. But when people started seeing things, and I, I think it's probably around the 40s or 50s, somewhere around there, when people kind of, when people really started challenging the dynamic of America, um, is when, it, when the, I think everything needed to be stepped up a little bit. I tell people all the time, dog, I don't care if a person's a Democrat or a Republican. To me, they all play for the same team. They just in practice jerseys. That's why they're playing against each other. We the, we the only people losing in the game. They not losing shit. So, I mean... I think it's a combination of the two. Um, I will say, though, that the people's confusion in and of itself gives them a platform to play the game on. You know what I'm saying? Because they know most yeah. people aren't going to read shit. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think they just work with what they got. Because, like, cause like, even think about what we what we talk about, right? It took time for us to get here. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, which, means, which means things had to start off in a simple fashion. So obviously there was way less confusion at the beginning because you were dealing with fewer people 
fewer states, fewer representatives, all of that. Once they start adding more people in, adding different caveats in order to just get certain things done, in order to bring a bill into the into the Senate, into the House, and get it passed, or even just so as like the Electoral College, like all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these things. Now again, some people have an understanding for the process. Everybody can have an understanding for the process. Everybody doesn't take the time to go get the understanding of the process. And like you said, the, you know, the powers to be, they know that. So like, that's why I feel like, they're like, oh, well, shit, if y'all want to stay confused with shit, we just going to let y'all stay confused. And we're going to operate off that shit and let y'all bicker amongst each other while we do what the fuck we're going to do anyway. Because like, because like how you said, like, you know, like, like they don't lose anything no matter what. They don't lose, but they, but, but there are fundamental disagreements. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess the like, question I have to what you just said, though, is are they really disagreements? I personally think politics is WWE, but that's just me. So, I mean, I don't know. What? No, no, I think there are disagreements because, like, because even coming down to like abortion and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, on on a fundamental level of just living, like I don't necessarily mean. Like, well, yeah, well, yeah I, I mean, the same thing, like, even with taxes and all of that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some people in those in those positions, I, I do feel they have a, a disagreement when it comes to how certain things should get handled. You know, um, like, even, even down to with how they allow, with who they allow to spend money to govern the nation and where it comes from. Oh, we going there now, huh? Okay. <laughs> conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's what it is. Like, like, and again, I'm keeping it just even to lobbying. You know, like, mm. you understand what I'm saying? Like, so, like, even down to like, if we talk about NRA, you know, there are motherfuckers who guns on the street and they're in government. You know, there are people who would rather get rid of all the guns in America. But of course, there are other people on the other side that say, no, I want to keep my gun. Like, just that part. You know? <sighs> just like fundamental differences on how we live as people. Like, like there are disagreements in that. But at the end of it, you know, like, they do enjoy the same benefits regardless. So, so I think that's how sometimes we could get jaded about it. See, I think that's, I think that's a sign of my being jaded right there. Because I'd be like, these motherfuckers that get on TV and argue in front of us for 30 minutes to an hour about something that they supposedly don't agree on. And then after the camera go off, fuck you. After the camera go off, these motherfuckers like, oh, hey, good job, man. Hey, that sounded great. Hey, let's go get a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally feel like these motherfuckers is playing games with all of us. But um, uh -huh. that's, you know, hey, shout out to my Black Panther daddy. I, I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. So, like, <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't, nah, I don't know, but, man. But see, but even, even still, like the whole thing is about division. Very the whole true. shit about it. Like again, like to, to whether or not they are united behind closed doors, I can't speak for that. I have no idea. But the whole shit is based upon being divided. I'm just saying, just like when Obama came, everybody stepped outside outside loudly with their division. You know, and then when Trump came, it got even louder to me in less time. Obama was in there eight fucking years. Now, and, and and think about this shit. It's not like he won by a landslide either term. 
No, nah, it was close. It was close both times. And, and realistically speaking, I think one of those wins, he owes to Sarah Palin because she completely derailed homeboy's hopes of ever being a president. That, yeah, anyway, that's that's a whole other story. But yeah, that was, you're right. Obama, Obama moved people politically who had probably refused to move previously. And that's right. a good thing, especially, on, you know, for our folks to get involved in the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, I don't fuck with no. Well, I don't fuck with Obama neither. But it was a, it was an opportunity for us to come together and exercise some political power. So now we see how it works. But the whole problem is that the candidate ain't black. Them same niggas don't move. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, if you was already a part of the process, continue to be a part of the process to get what you want out of the situation. We got Obama in, in, in office. That's what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? And you got it. And then we had eight years of absolutely fucking nothing so i mean <laughs> I, I mean you know he talks really well don't get me wrong i, I like him i think he's a good guy but it, I, I feel like there are certain things that have to happen in order for you to take that seat <clears throat> and it has and it has less to do with votes than people think uh your vote does matter don't get me wrong it does matter your vote matters if nothing else to show that you are participating in the political process and exercising your rights as a citizen um and therefore you have the right to complain you have every right to complain especially if you vote for a motherfucker they win and they don't do what they said they were going to do you got every right to complain but that doesn't take away the voice of people who don't vote because i understand why they don't you know what i'm saying so their their opinions and their uh desires are just as important the only problem is politicians look at shit like okay everything is bottom line with them bottom line is the is the only thing that matters you know what i'm saying um if you look at some of the shit we waste money on in this country, like absolutely waste money on, bro, I seen a motherfucker out here salting the street. It was probably, I don't know, low 50s outside, no rain in the forecast, but they said we got to spend that money. All these houses, people in fucking Washington, you can't find a better way to spend that money than salting the street that's not going to freeze. <laughs> what are you doing? You're wasting our money. Not only are you wasting our money in that fashion, you're paying this man to do a job he doesn't need to do. You could do something else with that. I'm not saying take money out of his pocket. Send him to do something else if you're going to pay him anyway. But don't waste our money salting streets that don't need to be salted when you have people living on the street, when you got children being poorly educated and aren't being given the education that really teach them their position in society. Motherfuckers that go to school and be given the illusion that Oh, if I just go here and I get this paper, I can be whatever the fuck I want. That's one of the biggest lies that was ever told to any child in America. One of the biggest lies told to any child in America. I can think of 80% of the people I went to college with, they're not doing a job right now that's in the field they graduated from. Mm -hmm. So what was the point? Like, if I was going to go do this anyway, and this shit I'm doing don't even need a degree. I could have just went and did this. Mm-hmm. I wasted four years and now I owe y'all thousands of dollars to go to this fucking college. For what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I This country is wild, bro. <laughs> this country is wild as fuck. But, uh, you know, going. yeah, like, no, it's, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that last about about, you know, being told that you can be whatever you want to be. You know, like, that's not necessarily true. Like, there's grooming and there's training. <laughs> All types of shit involved first. You know what I'm saying? Then it's when you get the opportunity, are you ingratiated to the people who provided the opportunity to be able to get it? Now, of course, that, that might sound like motherfuckers looking for handouts, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime you're going somewhere, you're asking to be employed. 
You're trying to show you show people that you're employable and ask to be employed. And they might not do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, uh, fuck you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, because I, I, I definitely don't work in the field that I have my degree in. Never had. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, as soon as I came out, I looked at, oh, I can make the money over here doing that. And this, again, grooming. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really showed me these things, how it would be when I get out. I was just taught, again, black family, not having much. Oh, you said you're able to go to college? Go. But I didn't know what to think about or what to move during the whole time. I just had to get there and figure it out on my own. You know what I'm saying? When I actually, I knew I didn't want to be there. But that's, that's you know, that's that's other shit too. Um, but like, but back to what you were saying, like with the Obama thing, I think I think a lot of people get shit fucked up. Like, and this, and this is what I was talking about so far as lobbying. But people, the, the basic fundamental of politics is you're trying to put people in the office who are going to speak for you intend intent to your needs and everything, right? Problem in the black community is what we don't understand is when you vote for them, okay, they're in there. You still have to participate in the entire process while he's in there. So that means you and all your people got to get together, pool your resources, and and present what you need presented, what 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 you what you need worked on, to your local politician. Like, hey, work on this, work on this, work on this. That's how it works all the way up. We don't come together on anything. You know what I'm saying? We don't pool our resources at all. We, we can look at every other every other race of people and see how they pool their resources. And I don't even mean just for politics, you know what I'm saying? Like just for just for the everyday karma. You know, we always hear the stereotypical jokes about Mexicans and Asians, three, four families in a house, but they have a plan for those three, four families in the house. Absolutely. And it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's to get, get, when you're ready, not because you're a certain age, when you're ready, when your finances are right, we're gonna help you get another house. And then we're gonna keep doing this for our families and shit like that. And then that that shit trickles upward into the economy and the politics. Thanks. We don't we don't do that. So like every time we say Obama didn't do anything, that's on us. I feel, you know, what I'm saying I, I feel like that's on us. Like because we we don't we don't lobby enough. We don't get behind nothing. Like name one 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 issue. That we all came together on and and presented it, hoping to get it to Obama. Like we all have ideas of what should be done for us, but we don't get behind one. We don't get behind one. X. I, I, and push I it. Um, we we actually started a petition. Obama's third year in office, and we ran the mm -hmm. same petition. Uh, every time it expired, we started it again. Um, we was we started a petition to get Matulu Shakur, Asada Shakur. When Mia Abu Jamal and Lena Peltier released from prison. Um, the whole thing was this is something that we've been fighting for for a long time. But I was like, yo, Obama's in, in office now. If nothing else on his way out the door, he can do this. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do it too soon because you still have to deal with shit. But like, just like every other president, excuse motherfuckers and pardon motherfuckers on their way out the door, do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, the thing for me was y'all talked all this black shit to get this man, uh, to get this man elected and all of that. Where y'all at now when we actually need them to do something? So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's a... Uh, yeah, we don't come... 
we don't come together on nothing, man. It's like it's it's, it's crazy. Like we all have the idea, right? And at least you can speak for yourself and your people and say, hey, well, we try to 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 motivate and and cultivate this movement, but shit be falling short because again, niggas don't agree with each other. We can't we can't agree on fucking sugar or salt on grits. That part, like real shit. <laughs> it, 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 how we gonna galvanize behind anything that's gonna help us politically? We can't. Especially, uh, like, we let dumb shit divide us. Um, yeah. I was I, like, I don't even. Mind. I, I was talking to two of the homies, and they they both on different sides of the color line. You know what I'm saying? And um. I basically had to tell them I'm Switzerland, yo. If y'all around me, ain't none of that. Just chill. Like, and, and as that's happened over time, they've come to realize some things they have in common with each other. And now they have a kind of tenuous friendship of sorts. You know what I'm saying? All because of one person in the middle that they both know. Um, but I think that process has to be repeated across that culture as well as across everything outside that culture in order for us to... So, okay, boom. We don't agree on everything. Me and you, we don't agree on everything. We don't agree on everything with Mojo. But the difference between most people and us is we can have a disagreement and talk about it intelligently and come to the conclusion that, hey, you're more right than I thought. You're more right than I thought. I still hold my opinion, but now I understand where you're coming from. Okay, I still hold my opinion, but I, I feel you too. Okay, we can meet right here on this ground and do something. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> we say all the time, meet people, meet people where they at. But most of the time, especially in our community, we're incapable of doing that because everybody's so focused on being the one, they don't recognize that we are the one. They don't recognize that. So right. <clears throat> if you look at it, every other group that's made noise has gotten some form of political power in this country in the last five years, except for us. Despite the BLM, right. despite the BLM marches, all the niggas getting killed by the police on camera, all that, despite all of that, all they had to do was let one Chinese motherfuckers get fucked up and stop Asian hate became a thing. And I'm still hearing people say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. LG, LGBTQ, hey, salute to y'all. But damn it to hell, man. I understand what you're saying. But the fact that y'all, that, that your influence and power in, in everything has grown so exponentially in the last five to six years is a little troubling to me. Because mm -hmm. it makes me think there's a, that not think it makes it obvious there's another agenda at play when you have people who have been enslaved in this country and been at the lowest rungs of society for over 500 years and they can't for any reason seem to grasp any actual political power as you said obama was the greatest manifestation of our collective political power we've ever seen and then they dropped the ball they only picked it up every four years pick it up to get them in pick it back up to keep them in all right let's go and that's it right that was it <laughs> that was it got him in now it's, you know, and now people can complain and say, oh, he didn't do nothing. Well, what do we do to have him do something for us? Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Like like other like other people take the time to, to, to work on what they want. We just take the time to talk about it. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, and I hate to even like be getting on our people like that, but like that's just again, it's just my observation of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers got shit real twisted. Oh yeah. It, you know, like like these people are they're buying the laws. And if you the, the laws are bought. Yeah. Laws easy. Are bought. 
Laws are laws. You know what Man. I'm saying? We have legal marijuana in states because the laws are being paid for that to happen. Where's Because people can see the financial gain in it. Laws are paid for. That's what lobbying is. People don't get that. That's that's what lobby means. Yeah. When they talk about uh, a lot of I'm being basic. Even... I'm being basic with the definition, but that's what lobbying means. Yeah, I mean that's basically all it is. It, that and when motherfuckers hit the word filibuster, they go crazy. Like they don't understand what it, what what it means. I'm like, dog, you do realize that when you see these motherfuckers on TV talking and you leave and come back home an hour later and they still talking, that's what's going on. <laughs> I was like, take the first part of that word. Take the first part of that word, fill. fill. They basically wasting time right now. <laughs> they gonna keep talking and keep talking and keep talking until they make their point, or until don't nobody, nobody else got a chance to make one. Like th- that's how it works. So 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 let's let's try to break the filibuster down real fast, just because motherfuckers again. When it comes to the, the Congress and shit, they have X amount of time to get to make things happen. Like it's actually timed. It's timed. So if somebody presents a bill or some kind of issue that one side is for and the other side is totally against, but they don't have the vote, they don't have enough people in order to vote against it. They could waste the, the time by just talking. Like they literally waste the time by just talking. And that way nothing happens. And so you're back at square one. Genius. Pure That's it. Genius. Like they're literally just talking. Like I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being funny. I'm not saying they ain't talking about shit. But typically they aren't talking about shit. Like, like there's there's been cases of motherfuckers just reading books and doing all type of dumb shit in there, like just saying shit. It has nothing to do with the matter at hand. Nothing. Filibuster. <laughs> it's the political technique that people use. You know, yes. to, waste, to waste time. Like, he's right. It's literally waste The wild shit is, <clears throat> sometimes I be having conversations with people and I swear they filibustering because I'm like, oh, you've been talking for five minutes and they said shit. The fuck? You talking in a circle. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, though? I noticed when people talking in a circle, I be peeping it because I be like, yo, you know why you talking in a circle? Because that, whatever's encompassed inside that circle is the only thing you understand about this thing you're talking about. You don't know anything else about it to turn that into a straight line. It's, all, it's just all just this circle. You're trapped in here because you don't know anything else. So, I don't know, man. Uh, politics, they, and the wild shit is, as complicated as people think it is, comp, uh, politics in America ain't that complicated. It just right. looks complicated because there's a lot of moving parts. But if you really look at it, you can break everything down to those three branches that they said. That, and you can put everything under that. That simplifies the fuck out of it. Um, yeah. And people are, I don't know, people, I, I swear, man, I, just watching the way people move and seeing how they vote and seeing how they don't care about certain things has has convinced me that most people are just dying to have somebody lead them where they need to go. And I'm like, it's cool to be it's cool to be led somewhere. It's uh-huh. it's it's better to already know where you're going. And then maybe there's somebody there that you can that you can convince to navigate that for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying how you get a motherfucker elected and then you gotta stay on their helmet. You know what I'm saying? Okay, boom. You can't do it. You ain't the president. But this motherfucker is and that's who you voted for. Okay, bet. So now every week you're going to get a letter from me. You're going to get an email from me. You're going to get a phone call from me every week until this thing that I want to see happen happens, or at least until you address it and tell me why I can't. 
You know what I'm saying? But that takes a certain a certain determination and dedication to your cause to actually do that. And if black people, I love us. I really do. But we can't stick with shit. How many of y'all watching football right now? Just saying. How many of y'all still wearing Gucci? Shopping at H&M. Come on, man. The, the reason why shit happened like this for us is because motherfuckers can spit in our face and we will not give a fuck and keep coming back and spending our money with it. And the thing motherfuckers don't understand is as much as they talk about money and getting to the bag and all this shit, that's the key. In a country built on capitalism, that's the key. If you take the money away, what are they going to do? Go spend your money with your folks. The price might be a little higher because they had to pay a little more to get it. But go spend your money with your folks. The Chinese people do it. The Mexicans do it. White people been doing it. We the only ones that don't get it. You know what I'm saying? We the, oh. we the only ones who don't see the value in ourselves to keep it, to keep it with ourselves. No doubt. You know, you know we, we don't see it. I think we don't see it. I think we don't. Um, That's crazy. You know, like, like the Gucci thing really puzzles the fuck out of me. Cause like, cause, okay, football, it doesn't cost that much to participate in watching. You know, um with, with football, with football, I can I can I can I can see why people, you know what I'm saying, might not have held that line. You grew up playing it, you grew up watching it, you, you're in love with the sport, everything about it, you know what I'm saying? So I could see that. And it don't really cost a lot for you to participate in being a, a fan. Watch college you know? football. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm I'm saying like you know, I'm I'm just saying like you know, still it don't take a lot for you to participate. It really don't. You know, Gucci, my nigga, my nigga, like, like you know, I'm kind of in the clothes, kind of, and I say kind of only because I'm just a fan of you know one designer. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? But I understand what other shit costs, right? When I see people wearing Gucci slides, it tells me two things. Number one, you want to make it look like you know you can afford Gucci slides. But number two, when I look at the rest of the outfit, and I'm not saying you got to be a magic magic nigga, but if all you got on is Gucci slides, that lets me know you can't afford anything else. That part. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, we all have aspirations. Whatever the aspirations are for whatever, whatever, that's up to you and this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Like, you, if, if, you, if you're looking at something that you like and it's a collection of things, you know, like I said, the design I'm talking about, they make collections of things. I had to get my first piece first. So I understand that. So people getting their Gucci styles, maybe that's your first piece that you want to get, then you're going to work your way up. But it still goes back to the same thing I'm saying. Nigga, the shirts be costing what? The jackets be costing what? The pants be costing what? You know what I'm saying? The hats be costing what? You know? And it's important enough to you. To me, boycotting them was easy. Because number one, I never bought nor even wanted any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Number one. Seriously. But number two, like, I, I would think that if motherfuckers say, yeah, we boycotting this shit, all you niggas who went and got the money, however you got it, to buy that shit would have been like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not buying no more of it. If you already have it, I get it. 
but I'm still going online and seeing a motherfucker wearing brand new shit that I know is brand new because the designs are changing. You know, right. and that that's it puzzles me, man. Like like we 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 can't stick with we can't stick with nothing. But again, that kind of goes back to me. To like I didn't say it early, but I was thinking it early. It's just like you know, like a lot of things that people that we in our community complain about is we don't have no leaders no more. Going back to how you said people want to be led, you know, it's it's a double edged sword for me, man. Like I think a lot of people do need to be led because because they don't only because they don't know how to lead. They know what they know. They know what they know. You know, I heard an interesting take on that the other day. Um, uh, he said, um, "Everybody." So just, wait, say so what? Some people just make better soldiers than they do leaders. Facts, facts, and 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 just to be clear, you're probably not going to be a very effective leader if you weren't good at being a soldier. Uh, just for the record, I mean, because you have a better keen understanding of how a person's supposed to accept the order when given and act on that when you've already had to do it. Um, when you right. just get thrust into a position of leadership, sometimes you don't understand how that position that you're holding, yeah, you're at a higher point of the hierarchy, but in all actuality, y'all are all fighting the same fight. You just have to be the one to navigate. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But the thing I saw was a brother said, um, what's his name? On, on Instagram, he's Fresh Prince of SC, a brother from South Carolina. And he said, they, they, say, they keep saying there are no conscious leaders. There are no conscious leaders. And he was like, but we never really had conscious leaders. We had teachers. When motherfuckers stopped teaching, that's when the quote unquote illusion of the conscious leader fell apart. He was like, mm. think about it. Martin Luther King was a teacher. Yeah, he did marches and blah, 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 blah. But most of the time you hear about Martin Luther King, he's somewhere talking to people. <clears throat> Malcolm X did a whole lot of talking to people. <laughs> Even Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale, everybody thinks about the peddlers and thinks about the guns. <clears throat> that ain't why they was dangerous. The government wasn't worried about no fucking Black Panther guns. Why would they be scared of that? They got way more guns and better trained soldiers. That wasn't the problem. When they started feeding children and building a school and educating people, that's when they, that's when J. Edgar Hoover said they are the greatest internal threat, greatest threat to internal security of the United States. Stop trying to be a conscious leader and be a teacher. If you right. know something, teach it to the people around you so that they can enrich their lives too. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy. Okay, case in point. Even here with TakeOver, um, I am probably the most prolific out of everybody. I got more releases, done more shows, all that, whatever. At the end of the day, that means nothing. I still learn from each one of them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because we're all different. Right. Our hip-hop journeys have all been different. So I learned something from all of them, as much as they learn from me. Um, but at the end of the day, that's why I don't consider myself to be a quote-unquote leader in TakeOver. I'm just a teacher. I'm somebody that'll help mm. you figure it out. And, and kind of try to help you figure out how to get there. You know what I'm saying? I can't walk it for you, but I can show I can help show you how to do it. If we had more of that going on instead of motherfuckers trying to be the leader all the time, mm -hmm. it changes the dynamic completely because education is the way that you bond people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Think about most of the friends you had early in your life, where you meet them from. Even if they lived in your neighborhood, you might not have really known them from the neighborhood. You met them at school and found out y'all lived in the same neighborhood or, or close to each other. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, like I don't know, man. Education is a tricky, a tricky hill to die on too. But eh, we'll save that for another pod. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we'll save that for another pod. Cause I, I got a feeling it's something. Um, 
with school starting back up, it's going to be a reason for us to talk about that soon enough. <laughs> Please believe. Oh, man. Damn. Hey, look, man. All y'all Trump supporters, stop being so fucking volatile, man. Calm down. We understand that shit, man. You and Agent Orange doing y'all thing. I get it. Calm down. We all got to live here together. <laughs> we all got to live I, here I, together. I don't understand the fanaticism, man. I don't. Your sound went out. Your sound went out. I did that. My bad. I accidentally hit the button. <laughs> but yeah, I, <coughs> he is um Donald Trump to me, and this is I, this is all I got left to say about it. Donald Trump to me is the definition of cult of personality. There are some people who are simply drawn to how he is more so than who he is. If we, you know, if you take a person and explain to them about his real estate dealings in New York in the 80s and 90s and how so many black people were displaced because of his policies and how he moved and then the whole thing with the Central Park Five and all of that. If you put all of that into a bottle and give it to them, they're never going to drink it. They don't want to relate to that. They want to believe in Trump, their hero, Superman, who's going to save us from uh, affirmative action and all this other bullshit. <laughs> so... Yeah, like he's the definition of cult of personality. He could definitely start a cult if he wanted. Um, I kind of feel like he has. He got, yeah, he I got like one. He you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Something you said to tap on real quick. Fuck it, we ADD. Damn. Um. Damn. Fuck it. it. Is what it is. Fuck. But it has something to what you just said. God damn it. Oh shit. Well, you know, the other part of that is, um, like, case in point, Obama. Obama kind of got ushered into the spotlight. Um, prior to him speaking at the DNC that year, I didn't know who the fuck he was. Um, I, I knew I know who Bobby Rush is simply because Bobby Rush used to be a Panther. That's the only reason I know him. Like, I'm, I'm not from Illinois, so I don't follow their, their, their uh, politics like that. But as soon as he came on the scene and I heard him talk, I said, He's going to win. Watch. How do you know he's going to win? Because he talks too well to lose. Watch. <laughs> and uh, he started going around giving speeches. And my man came back to me one day, probably like a year and a half, two years later, and was like, bro. You oh, now I know what I was. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I remember it. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that, was the, that was the whole thing. I was like, bro, you got to. They'll sell you anything as long as you'll buy it. And if it looks like you, you're more likely to buy it. So this is no knock on Barack Obama. I don't know you personally, sir. Don't know you or your wife or your beautiful children at all, personally. All I can tell you is what I see and what I deem to have been your responsibility that you did not do. Now, I know you can't all do it by yourself. There's other people in the government that got to work with you. And because most of them were Republican at the time, they weren't willing to do so. I get that. But I also feel like a lot of times that's a fucking excuse. Let's give you a valid reason not to do it. Oh, I tried to do it, but they wouldn't let me. I think it's all excuses because they all playing the same game. But that's just me. That's just but me. that that conclusion you just came to to me is also what shows me why it's like I don't feel they're always always playing the same game. Like those fundamental disagreements, and this kind of goes back to what I was actually about to say about Trump. Like seeing so many people galvanized behind Trump, it just. I consider Trump a mascot for certain people. Yeah. 
and 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 I think that's where a lot of the loudness comes from too. Because again, like you ju- you just said, that's like you know somebody who looks like you who possibly might think like you, you know. And what we what we got to see was, you know, uh, other people finally like, oh shit, he got the balls to say that shit out loud. Now I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and you know, we just gonna start killing niggas on camera, like so. Like that, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like that mascot. You went silent again, bro. You went silent again. I muted myself that time. But yeah, uh, that's the job, the mascot's job to get people riled up. And he definitely, he definitely does that because the more I thought, the more I think about what you just said, I realized, yeah, Trump inspires these people and, and empowered them to feel like they can say what they want to say, but he's not out here leading their movements. Like they they form their own movements, they just support him, and now they they feel that they're empowered enough to they'll bring those those movements out into the open, because they don't feel like yeah. they had they don't feel like a government is in place that's gonna stop them. You know what I'm saying? Like he's probably gonna cheer this on. He's not gonna stop us. Let's go. Um, but now they're out and about, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you though why I feel like they all playing the same game. <laughs> why I feel that how, way? How you felt about the nigga with the niggas for Trump shirt on, man? <sighs> Bro, bro, that was not the NFT I wanted in my life. I promise you, that was that was that was not it. That's not the that's not the NFT I wanted in my life, bro. Like that's that's almost as wild as um. <laughs> people would compare that to uh, when Huey was on trial, and there was this group called Honkies for Huey. Um, <laughs> they they eventually changed their name, but um, it, it's it's similar in the sense that it's ironic when you think about it. Because he's Huey P. Newton, leader of the Black Panther Party, and these white people out here, and they're calling themselves honkies in support of him. And the difference being, of course, that that was all a positive thing. You know what I'm saying? It was all a positive. Uh, in Trump's case, he inspires people to be very, very negative, to be very destructive and, and, and dismissive and divisive. And that, in and of itself, is enough for me to say, hey, what does it really say about us if that's who you want to be the president? What did that say about the people here that that's who you want to lead you? That scares the fuck out of me. Like, what? <laughs> we can't do better than this? Like, okay, whatever, man. But, you know, it is what, it, I mean, like, really, realistically speaking, Donald Trump had the cheat code. Um, a lot of people were thrown off by Obama's election. And a lot of people ran into a hole because of that. You know what I'm saying? And then black people was very boisterous because of it. And the only way to flip the switch was to put somebody in the office that's the polar opposite. Polar opposite. And the motherfucker that's in the office right now is like a a neutron. I, I don't... I'm not going to get into Biden right now. We can talk about that later. But nigga, yeah, stop. Ride the train. Ride the train. <laughs> don't ride another airplane, nigga. Ride the train. Um, that alone, man. I mean, regardless, that ain't even got nothing to do with this. Like, I know. I just... Again... I'm a person. I don't. I don't. I don't use that word around white people. What? So like, just to even see black people. Oh, niggas. I'm. I'm still talking about the shirt. Yeah. Like, I don't use that word around white people. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, even still down to black man call himself that in support of this white, and then to hear his explanation. Oh, I'm a nigga. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a diehard nigga. I, I do this. I do that. And then come to find out you're actually a politician too. Like that shit is, that shit, shit is trash. It's, it's trash. 
man. So again, like the division is crazy to me. And the fanaticism is crazy to me. Yeah. I I thought motherfuckers was bad about Obama, man. I really did. I thought that was bad. I thought I was like, yo, y'all are tripping, man. This dude is just a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all act like this motherfucker walk on water and, and can do the head spin on, on the tip of icebergs and shit. But nah. People, people needed something to believe in. At that part. Yeah. So and that's all that happened in those two, those two situations back and forth. One group of people needed something to believe in and voted it in. Another group of people needed something to believe in and voted it in because the people who voted for the last one didn't vote this time because the motherfucker running against them didn't look like them. And I'm like, there's a there's another way to handle that. And I don't know, man. I feel like, like you said, we don't stick with shit. You you can't just dive in and out of the political process when you want. Like if you're gonna be involved, be involved. And not just on election day, be involved all the time. That's the only way you get the results you're looking for. So like, I don't know, niggas are crazy, yo. <laughs> niggas is crazy. That's real. Niggas crazy. I think uh I think Mojo's on his way here. Yep, he sure is. Um, now I was saying though, uh, Obama got ushered in. You know what I'm saying? Like we he kind of like had a coronation of sorts. You know what I mean? Like um the speaking at the DNC, and then he was just kind of running around all over the place giving speeches, even before he like declared that he was running for president, just to kind of get people used to hearing his voice and how he talked. And um to me, he was co-sponsored by some really, really strong politicians that people believe in, Bobby Rush being one of them. Well, <clears throat> that brings me to something different though, <clears throat> just to get off of politics, but <clears throat> yo, you're Video froze and whatever you said about Obama just got chopped up. Say word. There we go. I think what happened? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it was real choppy whenever you said like like your video oh. froze and just basically just shoot. Oh shit. Okay. Damn, that's just trash. All right. Now yeah. um no, but saying... move on. Yeah, move on. Yeah, we. I think we spent enough time on that shit. Yeah, no doubt. That's. I, I actually was transitioning with that last thing I was just saying. Like, so, uh, with 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 that, with Obama being ushered in by the right people, um, it brings up an interesting point about affiliations and cosigns, and exactly what they mean, and and how how vital they are to the success or lack thereof of particular individuals. Um, <clears throat> we've seen some really successful situations of that. Um. Lil Wayne co-signing Drake. Even Memphis Bleak average ass is co-signed by Jay-Z. Probably sold more records than he should have. But um, just my opinion, folks, don't kill me. Um, so yeah, co-signs and affiliations, just being associated with the right people has had, I can think of situations in my life where I've just been, just being associated with the right person did, 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 me, uh, did me well. Like shit, doing an album with you was phenomenally good for me. You know what I'm saying? So, no so, shit. Hey, that's hey, what's up. Thank you. <laughs> that's what's up. I, I didn't know. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Like it's. I mean, it's. Uh, the big thing is like. Okay, in accordance with that, um, some of the DJs that played the Carter and Newton shit, I had sent them Seven to Panther music before, and they didn't play it. We just made a different breed of music together. You know what I'm saying? And they liked it. So I was like, cool. But then that that made them more receptive to everything I did after that. So like. It's kind of right. like they're like, okay, I'll play that one. Okay, yeah, I'll play that one. Cool. Um, and that's dope. But like a part of me feels like I wish I had got that off my own merit. I've been the same dope the whole time. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it right. takes them knowing that you're tied in with the right person to make it go. 
Um, I mean, what you as far as as far as that goes, I mean, what's your opinion on it? I think that's just trash. Like, like I like I understand the point behind it. You know what I mean? Like, and I respect it. I still think the idea behind it is trash because you end up not giving people who who, if given a shot, you will see that they would utilize the shot probably better than most people would have cosigned. You know, so you might get a, your video froze again. Seriously? That's crazy. And I can't hear you if you are saying. I just started saying something. Your video froze too. That's your what? I don't, I don't know. Up. I mean, you know, what your shit look, your, your shit mad choppy. Remember what you were saying. I'm going to go out and come back in. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was just meaning specifically just for, like, could an Android see that from my iPhone? Got you. Oh, nah. Because, yeah. mm -hmm. so like, cause like I, it, it'll show you do not disturb. Like, this person has do not disturb and, you know, whether or not. Oh, okay. Kind of like on, on IG when you send a nigga a message and they in quiet mode. They're like, yo, so-and-so is not notified because, <laughs> because they in quiet mode. Yeah, no doubt. I could do oh, no, I've, I've, never seen that. I've never seen that. Oh wow, really? Nah. Oh shit, yeah. I, um, it generally happens though if I'm sending somebody a message like late, and I'm especially if it's somebody on the east, and I'm just getting off of work or whatever the case. It's like twelve o'clock over there. It's like, oh yeah, niggas ain't trying to be bothered right now. So, um, it'll say what? It says, uh, this person was not notified. Uh, this uh, this person your message was delivered, but this person was not notified because they're in quiet mode. Yeah, so oh, your, wow. mess okay. your message went through, but they're not going to be notified like, or nothing of it. Like, too. I get it. I'm just saying, like, I, I didn't know IG had anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that shit is wild. The first time I seen it was on, uh, I think I was messaging Super, and he had it on. And then I messaged somebody else right after that, and they had it on, too. So then I asked about it, and it was like, well, yeah, after a certain time, I just I just turned that on because I don't want to, like, I don't want to be bothered by it. Like, if I decide to get up and fuck with the phone, then I'll know. But, like, otherwise, I don't want to be bothered by it. I'm like, yeah, I got you. Like, my social media notifications ain't on at all. Like, I, just, I literally have to just decide to go check the shit. Uh, <laughs> so, for all y'all out there that know me, and when I be telling y'all don't message me on Messenger, I mean that because I'm not going to check it for, like, three days. So. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, so I know you hit record, so that means you're using all of this? What you mean? I was, oh, you said for all y'all out there. Oh, yeah. I wasn't intended for that. I thought it was going to start. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm already... Man, look. You know how we do, bro. It's all good. <laughs> I don't know how we do it. Fucking up the format. Hey, man, yeah, we're we, we going to get back to the format, but I thought it was like a, a, a little fun conversation we was having right there, so I wanted to throw that in the mix, too. You know? Well, nah, I was asking a question before you hit record. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, I mean, if, if need be, I'll just take it out. I ain't, I ain't worried about it. No, I'm, I keep... just asking, I'm just asking, so I'll be... A, can, I, can I get up the date to know what's going on? I thought when I hit record that y'all could hear it say recording in progress. <laughs> I see it, but I'm just saying you did it in the middle of me talking about it, so I didn't know if you was oh, in yeah. no <laughs> Sneaky, oh. sneaky. <laughs> no, I got a surprise for you guys. What's that? You got another ice house? You got another ice house? No, just... <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh -oh. <laughs> Cheers to you, my brother. Hey, e, what's your what's your opinion? I see you shaking. Your that face. Nigga said, mm -mm. You know better. <laughs> this know nigga drink hurricane. He don't know better. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Better. He doesn't do better. <laughs> that far. <laughs> oh shit! All right, look, Mo, to catch you up, man, get you up to speed. Well, before you get too wasted, um, we were talking about cosines and 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 
all of that good shit and affiliations. I mean, yeah, I know you was making a point. That's why I said, hold your thought and we'll come back to it. So, um, yeah, just proceed. And, and I'll, uh, we'll see where Mojo's at after that. <laughs> nah, at this point, I did, I did, it took too long for us to get back. I can dig it. Well, okay. My point being a cosign or affiliation with the right person can boost you majorly. Likewise, a cosign affiliation with the wrong person could absolutely destroy you. Having no cosigns or affiliations whatsoever could go either way. More likely than not, it will go to the negative. I don't think it makes sense, personally. I mean, you know, but we've seen it a million times. You know what I'm saying? We've seen, I think I said before, Jay-Z and Memphis Bleak or, or even Beanie Siegel or, you know, uh, Diddy and Biggie. You know what I'm saying? If Biggie came out with anybody else, I don't know if it had been the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, did he, did he just know what he's doing? He had already kind of built the name for himself. So being affiliated with that magic means something. I guess my question, I, I guess I, I, my question is actually just your opinion on cosigns and affiliations and how that whole thing seems to work from our experience, our experiences seeing it. I think, I mean, I feel the same way that you feel, you know, cosigns can be good or bad depending on the person. Um, I don't necessarily think that they are needed all the time, but you know, if it's the same thing with the example that you gave with Diddy and Biggie, it's just perfect timing. And we just have to see what, you know, they do afterwards. But I, I don't, I don't really have too much of an opinion just mainly because they can go either way, but you just I, I would just hope that the person looking for a cosign is smart enough to uh, know which cosign is going to hinder their success or not. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my opinion on it. Uh, to elaborate a little bit more, if we were to talk about if we personally needed cosigns, I don't think it's necessary. I think it would be helpful, but I don't think it's necessary. And that's all I got. I'll give you my example before he take off. I was just telling him, there's mad DJs that I send records to. Until we did the Carter and Newton project, they wouldn't play my music. But when they once they saw that I was aligned with him, it, it was more of an open door for them to play my shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, in that case, and, and it wasn't even a matter of it being a cosign or anything of that nature. It was just that we wanted to make make music together. Um, and we did. And it came out really good. And But the outcome of that, um, just by the affiliation with Eden Mad Assassin, like mad more people now know who Seven the Panther is. So like, and those DJs play my shit now. Even after that, it's kind of like, okay, we, you got our ear now. What's up with it? Um, so I saw that as a plus, but I also saw it as a negative. Uh, like I was saying before, I, I I saw it as a negative as a nigga. I've been dope this whole time. You know what I'm saying? I didn't just get dope when I got on that project. Like I've been dope. You know what I'm saying? Like what what was the problem? But, yeah, I can I can know. see how a cosign can can turn into like a need for validation or somebody using it who is not the artist themselves saying that oh this person needed the validation from this other person. I think that's that's where the the negativity can kind of come into play because people uh the fans and stuff like that can look at it a specific way and either think it's corny or roll with it. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. E well, nah, uh, well, well, let me go back. Just the fact that you brought up Diddy and Big, I don't consider that a cosign at all. Diddy's one of the late, but I was his artist. I consider that more of an affiliation just because of the way people looked at them. So so even the fact that you even said affiliation, that kind of 
was going to get to my next point. Like, co-signing is affiliation. It's association. But a co-sign itself is is a little different than just being affiliated and associated with somebody. It's like, it's like you're vouching, you're speaking like, hey, everybody fuck with this motherfucker. Um, my problem with it, you both touched on it. Um, my problem with it is that without it, a lot of people won't give you a shot. That's my biggest problem with it. And, and, I, and I see this shit in underground hip hop a lot because you see the affiliations, the cosigns and all that. You see that all the time. And you'll see people that's, you can see people who the majority may feel is a better artist than this person who got this cosign and this affiliation and association or whatever. Never get the look that this person who got the cosign and the affiliation get. And I'm not talking about the look so far as business deals or anything like that. I mean, so far as people even giving them a chance to listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, that shit really gets on my nerves because, like, how you said, like, okay, yeah, I've been dope. Now, mind you, so far as with, when I look at that and I say that about myself, I always look at it like maybe I just didn't do what I needed to take. I didn't do what it needed. I didn't do what needed to be done to get the look in some cases. Right. And some, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this this question is really more about, about fans of things. Why do you need to be told by somebody else that something is dope? Right. Like, why do you need that? Like, if if you keep saying, I mean, get, just give some shit a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and don't be on the bandwagon about it either. Like, because I'm seeing this happen with a couple of artist friends that I got who are dope. And certain people aren't paying attention to them. Well, not paying attention. Wrong wrong phrase. They gloss over them. They gloss over them. Like, they, you acknowledge that they're there. They're okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But another motherfucker had to tell you how dope that person is for you to actually sit there and realize that they're dope. That's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, as I'm saying this, I'm sitting here thinking about how, you know, the conversation we had a couple of pods ago about MF Doom. No doubt. Um, and what I said I felt it took for me to, to like Doom was I needed a Doom translator. But it didn't turn me into a, a, a Doom for a Doom head like the rest of these motherfuckers. You know, so like even the person who told me, I'm still not a, like I'll listen every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Like I, still, I think he was dope. Like now that I understand him, like okay, that was dope. But I just didn't get fully on board like that. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like his opinion of him didn't change it for me. And and I think that's what it is for me. Like I hate the fact that somebody else's opinion of somebody can change your opinion of somebody. Yeah. Like, it's problematic. I, I I, you know, it's it's problematic. You know what I mean? Like again, like everybody trying to get heard, we're doing what we gotta do and you could be standing right beside a motherfucker and be doper than the person that you're standing beside. And I don't mean like subjectively. Objectively, this motherfucker is doper than that person. But he has no cosign. He's not standing beside nobody. He's not in a camp. He's not in a crew. You know, like the crew, like the crews and oh uh, yeah, that's my nigga. That's my man. Uh 
you know, taking pictures with niggas and shit. Like, like to me, that's like I'm, this is it's going to kind of be like an ADD rant because like you you see motherfuckers taking pictures with niggas, like they trying to fake the cosign. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm with you. See how I'm with? That makes me important. No, it don't. I mean, that you caught a good opportunity to take a picture with a nigga. That's how I feel about people taking pictures with with famous people. <clears throat> like you go, like it wasn't a cosign. You went, you paid seventy five dollars for a ticket, and you got the opportunity. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and people will paint that picture online and just start capping and shit. Like, yeah, like I'm with my homeboy. Uh, even going as far as like, yeah, we got some records in the works. All right. Lies. You know? Never hear them records. Lies, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't like that shit at all, man. You know, because yeah, I, I, I see it so often. I see it so often. These motherfuckers would, would hop on somebody's dick because they in somebody's crew. Oh, yeah. But when that person was by himself, you didn't fuck with him at all. There's a, um, I think for me, the whole cosign and all that other shit really come down to, um, the reason why I got an issue with it, I guess, is it's very much the same as what you was just saying. I, I feel like people should be able to discover what's dope on their own. Um, I very rarely listen to somebody because somebody else said they're dope, unless it's somebody whose opinion I trust. Like, if he tell me somebody dope, I'll go check them out. You know what I'm saying? If Mojo tell me something's dope, I'll go check it out because I trust y'all opinion. Yeah, and plus, y'all y'all both make really good music. So I know if you make good music, chances are you're going to know other good music when you hear So if y'all give me your opinion, I'll go check it out. Um, there's a lot of people that I know that are my man, 50 grand. But if they be like, yo, you should go check out so-and-so, he crazy. I ain't running into that shit. Because I, I, you told me that before, and I was bamboozled by this bullshit. So, yeah. Now, the flip side of it is this. Do I appreciate niggas that are more known saying my name to people that need to be said to? Sure. Of course I do. But I also... Exactly, but I also understand why they don't do it. I, I, I figured out why they don't do it. Um, I was taking a look back through the history of rappers who had record labels and who they signed and what the outcome was of those signings. Uh, the ma majority of rappers who start record labels will never sign somebody they feel is doper than them. And if somebody does happen to outshine them for DTP and Chingy, I know there's other little things involved in it, but if you look at every other person at DTP before he got there, Luda wasn't going to look for anybody that was going to outshine him. The only person even close was Shauna. By the way, they by the way they promoted it. Connection's really bad. Connection's really bad. You, you you chopped up a little bit right there. You said DTP Luda. What happened? Yeah. Okay. So Luda had I twenty four eyes, uh, Titty Boy. AKA two chains. Um, they had a, a good stable down there, Shauna, and then they brought Chingy in. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, wasn't nobody out selling Ludacris. Nobody. No matter what you did, you wasn't gonna outsell him. He's a fucking superstar. And then Chingy came. And oh shit. <laughs> this little motherfucker about to, oh shit. Okay. I'm not saying that Luda's a petty nigga and this whole shit came down because Chingy sold a lot of records. I know there's other things involved in it. I've talked to some people in that scenario. And I know there's more to it, but I would be a dumb fuck to think that didn't have something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, Nas, who's Nas ever signed? Think about the people that Nas put on. 
he ain't put on nobody that was, that was nowhere close to him. And I, I mean, mind you, we talking about one of the greatest rappers ever. So, I mean, mind you, him finding somebody close to him was probably kind of difficult. But Nashawn was just okay. Quan was just okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand why he fucked with him because Quan had a thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm out of jail and da 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 the whole thing. But he was just okay. I was never blown away by him. So I look at that situation and think to myself, oh, I get it. You feel like you putting me in a position to win is somehow going to be uh, uh, directly connected to you losing. And nobody wants to lose. Okay, cool. You don't have to lose. We can both win. But until you see it that way, it's going to continue to be the cosign coming from the least expected place instead of the place it should have came from. Because these niggas too worried about you outshining them and this motherfucker over here don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? It take a different, it take a certain caliber of nigga to take somebody that they believe in and put them in a position to win and not worry about whether or not that person's gonna outdo them. I got a caveat on that. Okay. Not that that doesn't happen, but I I think that us on the outside looking in a fishbowl in the situation, because I think what we don't take into account. Not that you haven't with your with your with your stance, but I know a lot of people feel that way. But I think a lot of people don't take this into account. Again, it sometimes turns into turns into have you done what it takes to be heard by that person? Because like even because like even to to the to the last artist you just mentioned, Nas, right? He has put on artists, but oh, you yeah. also said Nas is Nas. So how many people are, are he gonna find this on his caliber, right? Not only that, the person that's on that caliber, do they have a team that's going to put put them in position to even get him next to the nigga? To even get the music heard? You know what I'm saying? Because like how you just said, you said Nashawn wasn't all that. He put a neighborhood. No doubt. So so he put the he put on who was who was close to him. You know what I'm saying? He put on the people that's around him. Now, and some others, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause, cause we could look at like as soon as you said his name, the first thing I thought about was like, well, he had AZ on the record, and everybody said AZ was better than him on that record. Okay. Now, what happened with AZ career? That's something else. Blame that to the label and whatever AZ's work ethic is. You know what I'm saying? But at least that's one artist who we know was was on his level, and that happened. Uh, Foxy Brown, yeah, Jay brought her out first, but Nas and them got behind him. Then she went and did what she did. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, Mega came home and got put on. Okay. Now again, label politics, whatever. Steve style, uh, the bullshit, uh, and drove the wedge in between them. But Mega got put on. Um, shit. Now, now we get into the brave hearts. That's a whole other conversation about talent. I mean, Jungle's his brother, so I, I, I get that one. I mean, I understand you trying to get your brother another route because Jungle a wild nigga, but like. <laughs> And, and the other two niggas, you know what I'm saying? The Wiz is Wiz nice. A horse, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A horse, you know, older, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm just, what I'm saying is, like, those are the people that were, that were around him. And he co signed them. So, again, like, to, like to, to, for, for the other artists, it's like, what kind of situation are you going to be in to be next to these niggas? Because I see a lot of people who, there's some artists right now who, Fuck with Rock Marciano. I gotta say this in a certain way. 
there's some artists who 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 I know did good business and got next to him. Mm. And still didn't get the cosign from him. Mm. And they still doing dope on their own. You know what I'm saying? Great artists. I tell you off camera who I'm talking about specifically. No doubt. But I know he didn't get the benefit out of being next to Rock that he thought he was going to get. But talent-wise and music-wise, he deserves it. Mm. Whereas there are other artists on Rock's label who not doing musically nothing near what my man did. And I'm not saying this because this is my man. This is just my observer eye on what I like out of music. And it's like, why are you beside him? Well, you beside him because his team was able to put him beside him. Absolutely. And he uh, and Rock understands what it means to have a good team behind you because he, for so long, had not bad teams, but not, you know what I'm saying, the best team. Right. Right, now for, Rock's right now, for Rock's situation, he's got the best team around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that the flip mode was a bad team, but just wasn't the best for him. You know what I'm saying? So like so so I look at the other artists that he's fucking with like even with Griselda it's some it's some artists that's fucking with Griselda like they got the Griselda cosign but it's like if you didn't have the right team beside you you wouldn't be in that situation true so like so the other side of that coin is them niggas you know they they artists too them niggas is like yeah it's competition all that other shit but it's like niggas ain't ain't beside these people. They don't get to hear it. So it still goes back to the cosign thing again. Why aren't you giving these people a shot? Just of listening. Not yeah, business. Just listening. I mean, you know, you make a, a audio uh <laughs> audio example of your thoughts and put it out for the world to hear it. And then people that need to listen or the people that you would possibly need to listen uh to to maximize the, the potential of this thing that you've created aren't taking the time to observe. I, and, I'm, and it's wild to me because at a point, like the next new thing was always what people were like, were interested in. And who was that? What's that? What's that? I can, I can honestly say that, and, I, and I, I, I do myself fall into it sometimes now, but I can honestly say back in the day, I was probably a little more open-minded to listen to new music. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I said, I used to go to the store. If I see the Def Jam logo, I'm gonna buy it. I don't even go, I don't know if, I don't care if I've never heard of these people. It says Def Jam, I'm right. buying it. Because just because right. of the reputation Def Jam had created for itself, um, so yeah, I mean, I and, and I, I, I hate to like up. say what it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is, it is. Because I, I honestly it's wish, like, up. you know, how many days you know, I wish that I was in a position that I could just grab y'all and take y'all somewhere, like, yo, put them on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I could do that. Like, I wish well, I see, was. That's in what because that's, that's what I was about to say. Because like even like earlier, like well not earlier, but like like when Mojo dropped his project, the very next week you asked him like how was it, how was it doing, and the week after that you asked him again. And I'm just sitting there thinking like you know what's fucked up about this? <laughs> Mojo's really good, but the people ain't gonna hear him because there's no nobody saying go. There's nobody that they care about saying go listen. That part, fuck man. That's crazy, and I mean, and that and that can happen Thank a couple you. of different ways. It can happen a couple of different ways. Like, for instance, it could be as simple as, oh, I, like I went and did a show in Portland, and 
none of the crew couldn't come with me. So it was cool. Just me and my lady went. But when I came back, what I did, uh, the next time they posted for, hey, we looking for people for this show, I submitted one for every person in the crew, except myself, because I already been there. But I, I submitted for Mojo, for Angie Stacks, for Soli Interrogator, and for Double XL. You know why? Because it's being the person who's had the most experience and the person who's ran up and down these streets enough. I know, okay, you need to do this show. And even if you don't agree with me right now, you'll thank me later. I promise you, because it's only going to open the door to bigger things. I did that one show. I did two songs. Two songs. But I've been trying to get on this show called The Thesis in Portland for two years. It's the biggest in, uh, indie showcase monthly in Portland. And I've been trying to get on it for two years. You know what it took? It took my guy, Shane Taylor, saying, hey, I need you to come rock. The guy who books the thesis is here. I was like, say less, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Right. I went, I did my motherfucking thing. And if you like, and if you look at the videos, I was wearing this shit when I performed that night. Um, if you watch the videos, he's sitting at the table in the back corner of the, of the, of the stage. The whole time I'm performing, this nigga's just like, oh my God, oh my God. But you know what that means now? Because of the weight that Max Smith name hold in Portland, I've got him by the fucking neck now. You know what I'm saying? But it took me having to drive to Portland to do two songs for free to open the door to that. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, I'll be the first one to tell you. You probably seen it a million times. If you if you prison me on Facebook, you seen it a million times. I tell a nigga quick, I'm not coming to rock your fucking crowd for free. You gotta leave me alone. But if the situation right and what's gonna come on the other side of that is worth more than whatever you was gonna pay me for that show, then I'm coming. But now that I'm plugged in, I have an obligation to plug my people in. You feel me? To me, I have an obligation to do that. I don't understand how niggas feel like they can just willy-nilly get famous or whatever the fuck the case may be. And then all of a sudden now, I don't owe nobody shit. Fuck y'all. Nah, <laughs> that ain't the case, bro. And then as far as co-signing and, and affiliations and all of that go, they're beautiful. They're great if they work out for everybody involved. They're beautiful. But at the same time, you're a lot of times with people waiting on that co-sign or waiting on the right affiliation, you're crippling the careers of people who are very talented. There's no reason that E, Mojo, or myself should be doing what we're doing right now. Not saying the podcast, because I mean, I have a feeling I'd be doing that regardless, but the situations that we find ourselves in musically should not exist based strictly off our mm -hmm. talent and work ethic. It shouldn't exist. But the right person hasn't said, hey, E, the mad assassin that dude, Hey, Mojo Barnes is that dude. You know what I'm saying? The right person ain't said it yet, obviously. So, hey, that's just crazy, bro. Just yeah, crazy. That, yeah, that, that, I, I just don't like that part, man. You know what I'm saying? Because again, because I, because I see, I see how the less talented are getting further because of the affiliations and the crimes. Yes. Like, oh, but see, like, and, and it's not a, it's not a narcissistic thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, like you know, like. Again, we've been around to where we've seen and heard a lot of good niggas. Yes. A lot of good women. And you see the motherfuckers who... There's a woman right now... You. 
thought he was listening. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Hey, shit, this motherfucker's the best listener on the planet. Yeah, I'm listening, yo. I just, I now I was, it was starting to do something strange, and I was trying to check to see what what it was what was happening. You know, that's all. Yeah, but I was definitely listening uh, for sure. Oh, it froze. It froze. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. it it literally kicked me all the way out. I had to click the button to bring the thing back up, and then the screen kicked back in. I don't know why. That's just weird. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah like that was. <laughs> Like you was look like you was a tenth of his fuck. Like, oh no, nah, yeah. he's signs. <laughs> Co sign these that fuck him. <laughs> but yeah, but I I really wonder if she gets into these she's just by herself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's tough because I feel like with as sexually charged as a lot of things are these days, I think that attractive women or what is culturally considered attractive has a little bit more of a foot in the door. If they're pretty, they get the right. door open. You know what I'm saying? But in, in, that, in, my, in this woman's case that I'm talking about, she doesn't sell sex. Okay. She don't, she don't rap, no, she don't do stripper rap or nothing like that. She, she get on the beat with us and get busy. You know what I'm saying? But, but like I say, like I just really wonder because she does that, would she be getting all of these looks if she was walking around by herself? Mm. You know Think about saying? something. Chain Noir, as dope as she is, has she not been brought in the door by 38 Special? I don't think she I don't think she's where she is right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it just takes the right person to introduce you to people. Like um, even I, I was talking yeah. to somebody about this the other day. Eminem almost signed with Bootcamp Click. He almost signed with Duck Down. Think about right. how different his career is if he signs with Duck Down instead of Aftermath. Right, knowing Duck Down didn't put a lot of money into the artists because they didn't have it really. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, mind you, he probably uh, okay, and he speaks on this himself, so I don't feel no type of way about saying it. And it's the truth, so fuck that. Um, he still would have probably outsold everybody on the label just because he's white. Just being honest, because his music is gonna reach a demographic that some of their music don't reach. It's a white kid in a trailer park somewhere right now who's scared to fucking death of Sean Price, but he'll listen to Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So I mean that his his demographic would still be wider, but there's no way he reaches Eminem that we know right now. However, I feel like if he had been on Duck Down, so many people wouldn't be attacking his ability to rap. Um, and 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 so you got to take the trade off. If you on Duck Down, motherfuckers expect you to be able to rap. You know what I'm saying? But if you over here aftermath making big, huge commercial records, despite the fact that you can rap, motherfuckers will find a way to say something about it, regardless of all of that. Um. And I think a lot of the connotations we give this shit are fucking stupid. Like, just because a nigga's independent or underground don't necessarily mean he love fucking hip-hop. It just means the nigga ain't got a record deal. You ain't never heard of him. Like, and so, okay, this is one of the worst things in the world to me. The terms underground and independent aren't necessarily the same thing. Right. But people make them synonymous. You know what I'm saying? So let me clear this up. Just in case anybody out there has a misunderstanding. An independent artist is an artist who does not have a record deal, who pretty much finances their entire career themselves. They put in all the work, they get all the return, except whatever they have to pay out for promo or whatever, you know, what all that stuff is. Now, that's being independent. All Everybody on this call right now is an independent artist. Being an underground artist simply means that regardless of whether your affiliation is with a record label or independent, 
you have not reached a, a point of mainstream success. Um, that's the those that's the difference between the two. You could be an underground rapper and have a record deal. You can be. Red mm -hmm. man, a lot of them. <laughs> Red, Red is my favorite example because it, if you look at anybody else during the time period when Red was his biggest, a lot of niggas that was all flashy and shiny and doing all that pretty shit, he didn't do none of that. He was just him. And it worked. You know what I'm saying? They, they allowed it to work. Now, of course, we're talking about a different era, too. So let's keep that in mind. And, and we also talking about an artist that had that Dev Jam stamp on his back. That, too. That you know too. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because, like, again, like, I can't consider Redman underground. I think his mentality and everything is underground. He's not necessarily an underground artist, but I think the way he operates is underground. Oh, definitely, de yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. He operates like that, you know what I'm saying? But but Def Jam, Def Jam made it so he so that he's at one point was mainstream. Absolutely. You know? He just he just never did the girl record. That's the one that kept him back. He never did the girl record. I love him for that. I really do. Well, I mean, uh, you know, to each their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I would have liked to see what what was gonna sound like coming from him. Baby, I'm my blunt and we can. <laughs> he did shit like he he said shit like that all the time. Like he always he always made it like some you know uh, you know like some me and my bitch type of record. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love but, you know, but I, I'm not polish and shit. I just mean like you know like again like Def Jam put him in a position to where you know I, you know he was on rotation. He was he was in rotation. Thanks. To me, that's mainstream artist. Once you start getting rotation. Like top forty, now you now you approach a pop status. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But 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 red red definitely main was mainstream at one point. Oh yeah. Say. Oh yeah. And it, I I think um. I think it's very possible for a person to be underground and mainstream at the same time. Very hard mm. to be independent and mainstream at the same time. Um, mm. I tell you why. Unless you are actually rich and independent mm -hmm. most people don't have the financial reach to get their music where it need to be for it to be considered mainstream mm -mm. so without that and without uh these commercial djs willing to take a risk on an artist that don't have a cosign from anybody how are you supposed to become mainstream you can't you know what i'm saying right. so you so you could be right. independent or underground and still be mainstream I, I think those two things at a point come down to this and, and the people that you associate with. Um, let me, wait, I probably said that wrong, not associate with, but the people that you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you talk to any artist and they can't tell you who they're trying to talk to, it's a very good chance that that person's career is going to be spinning for a really long time. Because right. if you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know what to say. And you'll just say anything to see if it works. Mm -hmm. I know who my audience is. You know what I'm saying? I know who my audience is and I know how I want my audience to grow and I know the things I have to do to make that happen. So, boom, I'm going to feed y'all because y'all always been here. I'm going to feed y'all every time. But mm -hmm. these two joints right here that y'all like, hmm, that's for them to bring them here to the table to eat with y'all. Like, don't worry about it. I'm still me, but I'm an artist, dog. And that's the part that people seem to forget. An artist is an artist. My art doesn't have to succumb to your concept of what my artistry is supposed to be. So accept it for what it is, and let's and let's build from there. But yeah, I don't know. I I think that's okay. 
prime example of co-signing affiliations that could possibly go wrong. Think about all the niggas associated with Wu-Tang. There's a million of them. How many of them do you really know, though? How many of them have you well, actually heard? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest. These niggas running around with all kind of variations of the Wu-Tang logo as they logo. And let, let me make that example worse. Uh-oh. How many people have said that they're affiliated with Wu-Tang and you can't prove they are that they are? <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. <sighs> Bro. I have seen that so many times on that Facebook. Get off back in the day and it's way easier now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because all you got, man, look. The one thing I hate about the internet and social media is that you can sell a motherfucker, you can sell a motherfucker illusion all day, every day, and they'll buy it if you sell it right. Um, that shit is crazy to me. Like, <laughs> this hit me. I, it's it's a brother who I'm picturing. I don't know if you knew him, seven. Um, but I'm picturing a brother right now. This nigga met Wu Tang. I can't say the year. I can't say the year. <laughs> but after he met these niggas, and he could he could rap a little bit, you know what I'm saying? He could freestyle and shit. Like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna shit on him, you know. Like he, like he was dope. He was dope enough to pull off the lie. Okay. But nobody knew he was lying for years. Ooh. You understand? And like, and I know I know there's plenty of people out there that was getting that shit. I, like I know a couple of people who, who I know of a couple of people who were doing that. You know, and you know, back in the day, because like you didn't have no social media to back that shit up, so motherfuckers could pull that shit off. Especially they come, they come through the town, and you know somebody in the crew, and you always taking pictures with niggas, like how we were saying earlier. You know what I'm saying? You taking pictures with niggas. You around motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You got a shirt that you know nobody else has. Oh, you in the clan, huh? Yeah, right. You're in the clan. I'm doing a record with so-and-so, so-and-so, like, you know what I'm saying, in pretty soon time, you know, reveals that that record's never coming out because it was never made, and, you know, you actually just sold them an ounce of weed. That's why you... <laughs> oh, my you know. God, yeah. That's that's really what that comes down to. Oh, man, that's... I feel you sorry know? for Wu, man, in that regard. Like, I know what they was trying to do, and they did it, but then it turned into, like you said, like, okay, so it ain't no different than saying, hey... Um, if we go into this club, there's nobody guarding the back door. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna pay to go in and I'll let everybody in the back. Okay. So yeah, y'all are all in the club and y'all all having a good time, but y'all didn't really all pay to come to the club. Like <laughs> this one nigga paid to let everybody else in. And I look at it the right. same way. Wu Tang paid paid their dudes that did the work to get where they are to earn their position. And here you are trying to ride their fucking coattails through the door. Like they don't even fuck with, like they don't fuck with you like that. They know you. They know who you right. are. Uh, at least one or two of them know who you are. And now, you know, you're smoking with them, you're chilling, you're taking pictures, and you're selling motherfuckers the illusion that you're part of Wu-Tang Clan. But the thing I would say to any person who sees somebody who does that, it's a real simple test. It's a real simple test. Tell them to call. Tell them to call somebody. Anybody. Shoot a text. <laughs> something. Anything. If that's your people, hit them up. Because right. I, I tell the nigga quick, yeah, I'm affiliated with Wu-Tang Clan. Via 140, 144,000 shows a few. And I could call Judah Priest right now. He'll tell you the same fucking thing. Right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but I don't go around, I don't walk around with a woo tattoo on me and no shit. Like, I don't even say that shit unless somebody asks me, oh, you know Judah, right? Yeah, 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 I'm part of 144,000. I don't go out advertising that shit. 
Why? Because I'm a part of 144,000. I'm affiliated with Wu-Tang via that. I ain't part of Wu-Tang Clan. Never have been. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Niggas like the, uh, niggas like the pink. Uh, you know what? It's a whole lot of niggas that couldn't even color inside the lines when they was in school. And now these niggas think they Van Gogh. These pictures they paint now. Y'all gotta stop selling these narratives, yo. Y'all full of shit. And the worst part about it is that people believe you. That's the worst part. People believe you. You're doing a disservice to yourself and the motherfucking culture by doing that, yo. It's just crazy. I'm... Uh, I fucking hate people sometimes, yo. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I fucking hate people sometimes. Like, Steaming mad. Yeah, like... Oh, <laughs> you said something earlier, and I wanted to, to, t- to touch on it just a little bit. When you were saying about... um. You were talking about somebody being dope, and you were saying, um, and it's not subjective, it's objective. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a fight I have with people a lot. Because they'll always say, oh, man, music is subjective. I'm like, yeah, music, your taste in music is subjective. But, dog, something bad is just bad. Like, I don't care what your taste in music is. You can't be dumb enough to know to think that this is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. <sighs> I can't figure out why people go so far out of their way to defend something that they know was horrible. Like within themselves, they know, but now they feel like because they said it was dope, they, they got to stand on that now. Like they can't back down off their point and they got to try to find a way to defend that shit. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Because of the subjective nature of music, you can't objectively define what's dope. Your music is subjective, it's your whole excuse for having this eclectic, you call it eclectic. I say you listen to a lot of trash and a couple of good joints. That's what I call it. And and most of the hip hop niggas around me will tell you the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know the, the the objective versus subjective nature of being dope or being trash is up in the air, I guess. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask y'all a question. Have you ever heard something and immediately four bars in, you was like, nope, that ain't it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think go back to when, but yeah, it's been it might have been eight. It might have been eight bars, maybe sixteen. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can make it kind of. I ain't gonna lie. If I turn your record on and you don't catch me in the first four bars, I'm not gonna listen to your song. I'm sorry. I I like lyricists, so if you if it don't catch me immediately, I don't want to hear that shit. Um. Unless you've already built up some kind of rapport, you know what I'm saying? Unless we, unless we built up some kind of rapport that is from listener to, to artist. And I say, oh, maybe you just starting slow. It's cool. Or maybe, you know what I'm saying, the first two bars ain't necessarily got to be killers. But the ones after that should be something. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear it, I have to, uh, I sometimes have to take my MC ears off and put my, put my consumer ears on. Because as an MC, I'm going to critique this and analyze it in a way that's not going to allow me to enjoy listening to it. So I got to listen yeah, to it regular first. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you said that, see, because I, I, don't, I don't listen to nobody with my MC ears. I don't do that. I do. Yeah. That's, but that's I analyze saying. lyrics, though. That's why. Well, yeah, I mean, I analyze li- lyrics as a listener. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because it's just like you said, like, if I'm listening to it just on some MC shit, I won't give them a chance. Oh, I'll give it a chance. The, the biggest thing for me, when I say listen with I, my MC ears, I... I I said I won't give him a chance. Right. Oh no, I was yeah. just, I was just I was trying to put it in context. Yeah, but but you did because you said like two four bars. You said they, and after that you won't listen. Yeah, I don't hear that like, shit. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so I'm saying like 
it made me eight sixteen because I know some people, you know, take the time for them to build up to get to where they're going. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if the beat holding me there enough for that, you know, I can do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not so sharp with it. I would say that would be the exception to the rule. The beat is really, really good. I might give you more than four just to see if you improve. You know what I'm saying? Um, but by the time we get the eight to ten bars, if I'm still not impressed, I'm turning that shit off. I don't give a fuck how much I like the beat. I go get the instrumental and drop a freestyle on that shit. I don't give a fuck. But, um, <laughs> like, when it's all said and done, the way I, I realized the reason why I have to listen to every album I listen to three times, I realized why. Because the first time I listen to anybody rap, I'm only going to listen with my MC ears the first time. Because I want to know what the fuck you're saying and why you're saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that that's all that matters to me. I don't give a fuck about that beat. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you're doing it right, then when I come back and listen again, now I'm locked in. Now I can really digest this shit and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? But I got to know a nigga can rap before I invest in, in locking in and listen to their music. That's just me. I don't like listening to niggas that can't rap. So, I don't know. I'm... Call it what you will. I, I already know. I admit to people all the time. I'm rough on MCs, yo, and I always have been. Like that ain't never changed since I was a kid. I was like that. Um, I'd be 12 years old in the park, niggas freestyling. It could be a nigga 16, 17 years old. He booty, and I'd be like, yo, son, shut the fuck up, man. Nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> They'd be like, yo, little man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah, man, nobody want to hear that shit. I'm a, I'm 12 years old, and I'll dust your ass right now, nigga. So like, I don't know. I'm a dick. In, in a lot of ways, and I know that I don't give a fuck. So, um, yeah, I think we, I think we as a collective, though, as hip hop, have to find a better way of addressing the whole aspect of saying something's dope, saying something's trash. So, okay, it's never going to be a consensus. Somebody like it, even if it ain't us. Somebody like, it. at least we think. But short of coming to a consensus understanding or a consensus a consensus idea about any particular thing. Just being real in conversations solves a lot of problems. I got a friend who didn't talk to me for two years because I told him his song was trash. But as soon as, as soon as that time was up and we ran, we ran into each other, he was like, hey, man, I'm glad you said that. Because after you said that, I was in my feelings, but I went back and I fixed it. And I was like, oh, no, I heard it when you put it out. Because despite the fact that you acting like a hoe and don't want to talk to me because I told you the truth about your song, I still listen to the album when it dropped. Because I'm your mans. Even though you was on some bitch shit, I'm your mans. So, you know what I'm saying? Pick your purse up, nigga. Way to reboot the song. Get the fuck out of here. And now I don't talk to him. Fuck that. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, I told you that shit was trash. Because it was. But, um... Yeah, man. We, if we can't be real with each other, especially as independent underground MCs and artists and people who affiliate with each other, we can't be honest with each other. We all doomed to fail. All of us. So I know I don't want to lose. I hate losing. <laughs> Sincerely hate losing. Hey, did Reddy call you? Nope. Huh. Okay. Oh, Check my text messages. I know you're on the way back up. Um, as a matter of fact, oh shit, I just thought about that. Um, shout out to uh, A Rev and Pastry Sound Lab and Tone Def, everybody at Cypher Saturday. So, uh, salute to y'all. It's a great, it's a cool little event, man. Once a month, they have a, a freestyle cypher in Portland. Uh, we go down sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Ready Wrong was just down last night playing beats. Um, 
and I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm the feature performer at the next one. So the, the one in September. So that should be fun. But like I, I miss that kind of shit. I, I love freestyling, so I'll be missing that. So that's why I go down there sometimes because niggas around here don't do that for whatever reason. So, you know, I feel like it's a lost art at this point, man. Like it's only a few. It ain't a whole lot of people that can actually do it well. You know what I'm saying? Um, I actually heard a dude freestyle. <laughs> he rapped for like three minutes straight, which was cute. And, and for about two and a half minutes of those, he wasn't saying a motherfucking thing. The words was just rhyming. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, and, and, and E, I'm not even going to ask you because I know how you feel about that whole thing. Uh, Mojo, <laughs> Mojo, you don't freestyle either, though. Nope. Okay. Question. Is it because... it? I know it's not because you just can't do it. What is the reason for that? Because I don't want to say some lame shit. And everybody's like, oh, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just it's a it's a it's projection basically. I I just don't want to look bad. And so I'd rather be prepared with something fire than trying to uh improvise really. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense though. I I feel that. I feel that. Okay. Now God damn it. E man. I think you may have told me this before, but I can't remember. What at what point was it you was like, oh, I think I do remember when you was just like, man, this freestyle shit crazy. Like, what why am I doing this? <laughs> that's not what I said. No, no, no. I know, I know. I mean, that's just when you said it to me, I, I remember now we, I do remember we had the conversation. That's how it came to me first. And I was like, what? And then you broke it down and I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. Well, nah, because nobody I mean, cause again, like I had the wrong idea about it. And I think even to this day that idea about it is, it, again, is division, it permeates it. So people value different things. So at the end of it, there's only one artist out of this motherfucker who's even made a career out of it. Yeah. So I don't see, so I stopped seeing the point of it a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's fun and everything, but like that shit ain't fun to me no more. Especially if I'm going off the top of my head and I know other people's shit is getting written. Like the whole point of getting in the cypher for me was, you know, so I could be heard. Right. But paying attention to the person who's spitting the written but nobody knows he's spitting the written until you hear him again and he's doing the same verse like oh shit wait a minute oh you cheated oh got it this shit doesn't matter you know what i'm saying now i know now i know that the wizard of oz is actually a man no doubt so 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 I, so it ain't important to me no more hmm okay and then, you know what i'm saying I, i'd rather take my time to actually write a song you know what I'm saying? Like even even getting in the cipher and just spitting bars and shit. It's just like I got music, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So listen to the music. You know, the funny thing is, like, you ain't the first person that said that. Like, it's just, it's a few people I know who who uh especially from our class, you know what I'm saying, that 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 feel the same way. And I laugh every time they say it, because I'm like, I don't really see what one got to do with the other, but okay. <laughs> I can dig it. But I mean, you know, mind you, again, that's a time investment. You know, and and I have to choose wisely when to make that investment of time to go do it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, but but also some things like you know you grow out of shit being fun, bro. Like that's just not fun to me. Just standing around rapping. Well, I don't look at it as standing around rapping. I guess that's why we. I, I don't know, but that's technically that's what it is. But I mean, I was gonna say that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I 
I only cipher with niggas I can I can grow ciphering with. You know what I'm saying? So like we we literally no, still sharpen the steel type situation. So no, I'm not knocking nobody else for doing. It. I'm just saying I don't want. That's not fun to me no more. That's all I'm saying. Again, like I'm not asking nobody why they do it. Or, uh, you know, again, it's just not fun for me. You know, what right. I'm saying like I used to play basketball every day. I don't play basketball no more. I can dig it. I can That's dig all. It. You know. <laughs> all right. Okay. Fair enough. Shit. Uh, Mojo, I gotta ask you about this thing that you sent us, man. Hmm? <laughs> about, about your cousin Gucci man and this weird dude that he signed. Like, what is? I don't know them people. What is that about? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I'm watching the video and I'm like. What the fuck is happening here? Like, yeah, it's it was weird because it it it's a it's definitely a cosign. Right. Like, I don't I don't believe that this person is being signed because of anything other than the business side of it. This guy, he's he's a little bit more on the viral side, but he don't sound different than anything coming out. He doesn't sound like anything that's original. He sounds like everything that you would find as. Um, Who are we uh, talking about? Who are we talking about? Let me let me let me find the information. Hold on. Yeah, I was about to say, what's that little boy name again? I call him I call him little dumpster fire, but whatever. I mean, you know, that's just me. I be talking shit about rappers all the time, y'all. And I'm sorry, I do because I think a lot of them niggas is ass. So that's just Resident. me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Straight out, straight out the suburbs, plays 2K. <laughs> What's his name? His name is what? Resden. Resden. B-R-E-Z-D-E-N. Yeah, that's, bruh. That's so funny. granted, you know, this this kind of encompasses the entire cosine conversation that we just had. It's definitely a cosine situation, in my opinion, where this guy is blowing up on social media, but doesn't have any, in my opinion, like talent that is substantial, I guess. Um, Gucci gave him a chain and stuff like that. And was like, you know, you're a part of the team and everybody in the comments is like, welcome to the family and all this other shit. I'm like, this, this to me is probably going to last for however long his contract is for, (laughs) if not, something will happen. But in my opinion, I don't think it's a really good move. Um, he just, he just sounds like everybody trying to get popular off of Instagram and TikTok, and it doesn't sound very good. And so it's just like one of those kinds of people where you believe that it's either some sort of money move or, uh, right people, right time type of situation. But I listen to the guy's music. It is not good to me. <laughs> I don't believe said, that this huh? signed the Gucci signed him or he just co-signed him. No, he signed him. Yeah. He has a he has a uh a, a ten seventeen chain and all that, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I heard that I heard the chain part. I was just yeah. like so he's on Gucci's label. Yes. So 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 obviously it is a business move. You know, like it's definitely to- a business move because it, it just it just appears and th- this is for people like it was it was just very blatant to me, but you know, I would suggest everybody do their their research. Everybody obviously has their their right to an opinion, and this is all that this is coming from me. I don't think his music is good. He just reminds me of all the dudes in in middle school, high school, trying to buddy buddy up to the black folks, and uh, you know, pull an Eminem without pulling an Eminem. Well, yeah. so um, so so you referenced TikTok early. Like, I guess I guess you got a song that's big on TikTok or something. 
I don't honestly know what has gone viral for this guy. A song called White Ferrari. White Ferrari, okay. Yeah. That's but, uh as soon as you sent that shit and I seen the name, I started digging a little. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like <laughs> I never even heard of this motherfucker. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, the name is kind of on par with with like Gunther to me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I Red know, Bull. um oh shit. Question. Okay, so this white boy is from Tennessee, from the Burbs. He's clearly not the typical 1017 artist. Um, I was reading the comments and somebody said something about, I mean, when all your artists start dying for rapping about what they live in, I guess you got to do something. Um, start dying and going to jail. So I'm like, um, yeah, I get that. And I mean, maybe this is a turn to try to do something slightly safer for Gucci. You know what I'm saying? He's getting older and maybe he's tired of the drum. You know what I mean? And I, I can respect that. I don't have a uh, I don't have as much of an issue of of uh, people like Gucci going and signing white rappers as I used to. I used to have a problem with it because I used to be like, I understand Dr. Dre doing it. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Um, these major record labels, I get that. But I, you've always represented a certain aesthetic in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, more so trapping and hustling than necessarily being on some all, some pro black shit. But I mean, still. Your entire aesthetic this entire time has been you've been surrounded by black people, black people in your videos, black people on your records. Like, that's just the way it's been working. So this kind of shocked me, for one. Uh, I heard the White Ferrari song and I was not impressed, but that ain't saying a whole lot coming from me because I, I don't a lot impress me. So, um, I mean, listen to it and make your own assessment, folks, but I won't be tuning in just just for the record. <laughs> I won't be tuning in. I'm cool. I'm cool off that. I don't need I don't need I don't think I need Bresden in my life. Not really something that I'm, uh, yeah, I'm cool off that. There's a, um, who has been your favorite? Like, oh, that's what I meant to ask you. Cause I was talking about Def Jam and all that shit before. Um, we had a, uh, we've had a very long history at this point of, of record labels and hip hop. Um, I know what my favorite couple are, you know what I'm saying? Like doing the, doing the course of what you've seen, like, what was your, what was some of your favorite movements to watch take place throughout the course of this shit? Um, um probably D block. If I had to pick, um, no doubt. That's probably the only one where I thought. Majority of the artists was was like super dope. Like if you picking a movement, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's about it. Now if we going label to label, that's a different different conversation. But like I think just movement, I think D block. Okay, I can totally see that. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm on. I can, I'm. I'm in my head. I have an answer for Mojo already, but I want him to give it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what your answer is. You wanna know what my answer is or you wanna know what I think your answer is? <laughs> what do you think my answer is? I think you're gonna say good music. <laughs> I was gonna say good music. Oh my god. Hell yeah. Somebody run me my award, damn it. Fuck that. <laughs> I knew it. And you know how I knew? Because Mojo was one of the most unapologetic Kanye fans I've ever met in my life. And I appreciate the fuck out of that because he's also very objective. He could be like, yeah, this nigga's tripping. But like <laughs> Wait, so am, I, so am I being too technical by, by not thinking of labels? 
No, no, I mean, because I kind of count so. D Block as a label too. So, I mean, it don't matter. Yeah, that D Block made perfect sense, especially me knowing you the way I know you. That that made perfect sense. I wasn't expecting that answer, but it made perfect sense. I know what answer okay. I was expecting. Yeah, because I only look at good music as a label, but I don't, I don't listen to a majority of their artists. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. No. When they when they were first really getting their like rise to I don't know popularity. I, I had started trying to check out, you know, Consequence. I had even listened to Fonsworth Bentley's music for a little bit. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> funny story. So I had, uh, I used to go to school out in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Norfolk State University, and they had some kind of show and they brought him out. And so I was like, interesting choice. But it made sense because he, you know, had been rubbing shoulders with Andre 3000 and Kanye and and all them guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, his, his music was cool it's it's got like the the bounce to it and stuff like that but i don't it, it just didn't have like the test of time stamp on it i think it dumps uh, the juice joe but anyway right. yeah he's he's a he's kind of a caricature in my opinion um but yeah no I, I listened to some of glc i wasn't like too impressed just because i i don't relate to the music i mean i it's not something i could really get into glc um i just want to hear him on a kanye song that's it I'm cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Um Common was signed for a period of time and and we all know how Common did. John Legend was on there for a minute. Uh But yeah, everybody everybody now I've either seen their rise to whatever it is. I listen to Consequence as well. I liked Consequence's music. I don't I just don't understand I don't understand I kind of understand, but I don't. Why he's not as popular as he could have been? Because I felt like he wasn't bad. You know, he was he was running around with with tribe and stuff like that as well. And so I'm like, I think I, a lot of it I feel like has to do with his his attitude and his personality. And this this is just from things that I've seen. I feel like Seven has something that he wants to say about it. I got something I want to say. I'm all ears. I think his attitude and his personality is way bigger than his actual talent. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, judging his career and what and how he makes his money, he knows how to write a song. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't take that from him, but just so far as like him being the artist, what I hear and see from him to me doesn't match the bravado. And I'm not saying that's why I don't like him. I'm just saying, like, I just never really cared for him like that. Like, he, like even on Tribe, it's, it's funny, because I got some friends who are diehard Tribe Called Quest fans, and we was talking about this shit maybe a month ago. And they were like, you know, because Consequence was nice. I was like, he could rap, but I ain't going to say he was nice. Like, like to me, saying that, it's a difference. Yeah. Saying, like, saying somebody's nice, is like it's like they're doing things that no other MC could do when it comes to that that they're doing. And I don't think consequences that far separated from the pack. You just made me think about one of my favorite lines when you said that. Um, Rock Nest Monster says, y'all say they nice, we say they polite, but y'all like them, though. That's the hook for uh, everything self-discussed. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, I I, uh, I wish I could be as, as diplomatic. I just think he's ass cheeks, basically. That's really what it comes <laughs> down to. I don't fuck with that nigga. Like, and, and it ain't even, I think as a person, he's cool. I, I I like laughing at him on Instagram, <laughs> especially this thing with him and Kwali. I like laughing at this shit. I don't ever want to hear this nigga rap again though. Like on a, on the real, if I like that's one of the things that if never happens again in hip hop, I will not be sad. 
If somebody be like, yo, Consequence retired from what? What the fuck do he do to retire from? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, good music though had had a had a good conglomeration of people because they at a point they, they you know they was getting two chains over there, uh, Big Sean was over there, uh Pusher, of course. So they had a good conglomerate. I mean, I never been a real big Big Sean fan, but I I mean I, I understand why people like him. I get it. He he, he is kind of witty sometimes. Um he can rap, nigga. Yeah, he can rap. Yeah, he can rap. Um Two chains can rap like shit. Um, <laughs> no, there's a difference. It's two different kinds of rap. What what two chains is gunning for? He does that very well, but you can't put him in a different scenario and expect him to stand up to that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't put him on a firing line with niggas. It's just like never that. But like if you if you got some like the verses with him and Rick Ross kind of showed it for me. I, first of all, I think he picked his songs very poorly. First of all. Um, and second of all, I was like, you have records that you've made that are really, really good. Like, I, I didn't even, I didn't want to hear nothing to change related when he first came out. The song that changed my mind, there's a song he did where he was telling a story, and I think T-Pain was singing the hook. And I was like, yo, I didn't know he could do that. And it made me go back and start listening to some other shit. And I was like, okay, a lot of this shit is funny and it's comical and all this other stuff, but he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Like, okay, he's not trying to be super lyrical. Like, to me, that as far, especially as far as Atlanta goes, the number of lyrical rappers is is small. As as far as the ones we've heard out and about, you know what I'm saying? Um, most of it is vibes, trap music, whatever, all of that. But when I hear somebody that can rap, and I know, and I'm like, I heard two chains, and once I finally decided to stop being uh, being resistant and listen, I realized, hey. This guy can rap. Okay. I mean, he ain't saying he ain't Nas, but he can rap. Um, Big Sean, he can rap. I don't like his music for whatever reason, but he can rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sahai the Prince was over there. He's one of the most incredible motherfuckers I've ever heard in my life. Right. But the flip side of that is, much like what he was saying before, he's one of the best rappers I ever heard in my life. And in my opinion, he makes good music. But he dropped that record and it ain't sell like he made good music. Despite the fact that he rolled with Kanye West. Despite the fact that he rolled with Pusha T. And you know why? Because them niggas was not out in the forefront saying, hey, Saha coming. Go get that shit. If they had, we might be having a different conversation about Saha the Prince right now. But he's going he's gonna to go down in history as one of those guys who was supremely blessed skill-wise. But, but but just was never put in the right situation to win for himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he done wrote shit for Ye. Y'all wrote shit for other people. But what about you? You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't still be doing this and be in the forefront, going to these radio stations, doing these freestyles, burning mics up if you didn't still want to do this yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. That's That shit crazy. Um, I was going to say Wu-Tang at first. But I don't think so, the more I think about it. Um... I actually would say, and this is gonna sound crazy, uh, Rockefeller was probably my favorite. There's a reason for that though. Um, anybody know me know Beanie Siegel's my favorite Rockefeller rapper. Always has been from the first time I heard him. And that's no diss to Jay. They like 1A, 1B, whatever, however the fuck you wanna look at it. But I think Beanie Siegel was absolutely incredible. Um, never liked Memphis Bleak, ever. I don't like nothing about him. Um, I don't like his name. I don't like his face, his hats, none of that shit. Um, the Young Guns I like. 
especially Chris. Um, Chris and Neefy. Yeah, you know. Um, and we on another pod. How, we gonna have, how you like Chris Neef? Say what? How you like Chris and Neef? No, I said mainly. That's why I said mainly Chris. Yeah, mainly Chris. I mainly oh. like Chris. I, I, Neef is just there. Like Chris is the one. Um, and on another pod, we'll get into how Jay Z Jack Chris style. But, but anyway. Eh. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but but go ahead. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't, but yeah, we can we can talk about it later. We can talk about it later because because I want to make sure that I got all my all of my stuff lined up so I could give you my evidence before we you know while we having the conversation. But um, so oh, yeah, you be, be talking to yourself. That's as far as I go with it. I just don't agree. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, that freeway. Uh, it took me a minute to to, to get into freeway, but yeah, I fuck with him. Um. Freeways actually turned out to be one of the more consistent swingers from that from that squad. Um, so yeah, I think the rock and, and it was the unity they showed, regardless of what was going on behind the scenes. When you saw them together, it was the rock versus everybody. Um, so yeah, I fuck with Rockefeller. That was probably one of my favorites, probably because I think I watched niggas go from nothing to something. You know what I'm saying? Like you actually got to see it happen. Uh, those of us have been following Jay from the beginning, like we literally got to see him go from to where he is now. You know what I'm saying? We got to watch that whole process happen. Um, so yeah, I think Rockefeller is my answer. Uh, it was either going to be them, Wu Tang, or maybe Duck Down. I guess I don't know, but I think talent-wise, Duck Down probably got a lot of people beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of it's a lot of niggas that can rap over there, but it's the uh, I guess the sound—it's not—it's not a now sound. It still sounds like—it still sounds like boot camp. Boot camp, you know what I'm saying? That's why I still fuck with him. Love Rock Ness Monster, death. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always liked him better than, than Rook. So, yeah. See, everybody to, to me, everybody you name, like again, like we talk of movements and stuff like that. Like I was never fully on board with Rockefeller like that. Like I, I like Jay. I like Beans. That's about it. You know, so like I said about Chris and Neve only because I just thought Neve should like I think Neve for I by himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like you put him with Chris who who raps better, it's just not a good matchup. You know what I'm saying? But he was still Chris never impressed me. Chris rapped better. But like even so like even to the and the only way I could make it make sense is even to bring up the fact that what you said, like with Jay taking a style. Chris never said what Jay said. So, like, again, like, if you're on a label with a nigga like Jay, you got to be Beanie Siegel to stand out. Right. For me. You know what I'm saying? You got to be Beans to stand out. And Beans is fucking Beans. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Freeway, like, I, like his rhyme pattern just always threw me. Just, that shit just wasn't dope to me. Like, he got some, he got some fly shit, you know what I'm saying? But, like, a, a whole catalog for me it just don't do it for me so like that's why i could say <laughs> like even with woo like yeah they had the biggest movement i think they had the biggest one absolutely you know what i'm saying but um i didn't really care for all of the music i heard coming out of it you know what i'm saying it's like it, it, was, it was too much too much trying to be be the main nine doing that you know what i'm saying um, they got artists that I love though, like Hellraiser, probably one of my favorites. Um, shit, Hellraiser, drop that record, nigga. 
Shit. It was a prodigal son, probably one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, one of my favorites, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but again, we talk about making music. So so that's why I'll say D block, because at least with them, they ain't had no weak links so far as rhyming. You had your favorites and maybe people you didn't fuck with, but I don't think they had no weak links so far as rhyming. I didn't like Jay Hood at all. Again, like I said, you got the people you like or you don't. But I'm just saying, I'm saying they ain't had no weak links. Like Jay Hood wasn't weak. You just ain't like him. I thought he was weak. That's why I didn't like him. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just I, he don't do it for me. I just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I disagree on the weak part. Like I said, I, I feel like I could I can acknowledge a nigga what they do and still not like what they do. Oh yeah, I mean, if you know I thought it was decent, I'd have said I I personally I I just don't like him. Like I don't like I don't like the way he rap. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just me. I, I get I get that, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like even still, like even if I me not listening to you. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't mean that you can't rap. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so so even still, I'm just what I was about to say though, is even still though, like this shit was a movement because it was all built on the mixtapes and it all was on them. Oh yeah, real talk. Real talk. Like, like it actually did a real movement thing. You know, like D Block was the king of the mix point, and all of them niggas was on their shit. From Bucky to Snipe Life to fucking Arliss, you know what I'm saying? All of them dudes, you know what I'm saying? J-Hood, like all the motherfuckers. And then you had the the the, the bosses dropping their own mixtapes. You know, I ain't even getting into the albums. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> changing my answer. G-Unit. I don't know why I didn't think about that. G-Unit. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Um... Well, well, see, I, I don't say them based upon the conversation we had about Lloyd Banks last week. Well, yeah, but you know, you already know I view Lloyd Banks differently, so that's why that yeah. G Unit can hold that spot for me. Yeah, that's um, that's what I'm saying. I'm just you know just putting it back on that. No doubt, hell yeah. I mean, and I and believe me, like I said last, I get it. I understand. Like Lloyd Banks is not. I don't even like when he drops something new. I'll listen to it the day it comes out, but I don't run back to listen to it quickly. Because I have to be in the in the zone to listen to Lloyd Banks, you know what I'm saying? Um, just because of the way he sounds and the way, like, I have to be ready for that. So, you know, that's the only thing that his voice is really his voice and, and whatnot is really the only thing that ever held held him back, in my opinion. Um, right. The only person out of G unit I really didn't fuck with was Tony Ayo, and even with him, I like his energy and I like who he I is. Gonna, I was gonna say he's probably one of my favorites out of them on the mixtape. Yeah. I. Now on the mixtape, yeah, yo, yeah, yo got busy on a few joints. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. Like the one, what was the joint? Rule number one, pick a target and study him for weeks. Yo, he smoked that shit. <laughs> um, I don't know that one, but all I know is he said, "I got a long desert eagle like Bobo Cop, spent four hundred yards to make a hippo drop." When I heard that, I was like, "Yo, this motherfucker is nuts." He's crazy. Yeah, what is uh, What is uh, And I, of course, I like game. I like book. I like. Uh, I didn't really care for some of the later additions to the to the G Unit, but like to me, G Unit wasn't still G Unit when that shit started. Like when Spider Loke and all them niggas came, like I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, Hot Rod and I was like, fuck these niggas. Who are these niggas? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and I felt like at that point, Fifty realized, okay, these niggas work ethic ain't the same as mine. The one nigga whose work ethic is about the same as mine, me and him don't get along no more. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, yo, nobody wants to hear you. So whatever, like just you stay here, but like nobody wants to hear that shit. Banks, you're gonna be what you're gonna be. So let me go get some new blood in here. 
especially with Buck going through the things that he was going through. Um, everybody thought that Buck was going to be the one to take G Unit all the way out of here, all the way out of here, because he gave he was giving them inclusion in a in a region of the country where they listen to their music, but it just wasn't the same. You know what I'm saying? But now you got a nigga that they can relate to, right there front and center. That was dope. Adding game to the mix was dope. And regardless of what the outcome of that was, like the adding him to the mix was dope. Like think about think about something. Had 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 G Unit not fallen apart. You know what I'm saying? And I think game getting kicked out and then that whole beefing back and forth thing was probably probably like the precursors of them falling apart. Um had it not been for that, think about how different the legacy of G Unit is at this point. Because game's still making music. You know what I'm saying? And if he still had that muscle and that brain behind him, we're talking about a whole different situation at this point. I mean, Game has a really good discography, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's made some good rec- good albums without 50. But I, I still think had he stayed in the fold with uh with G-Unit and Aftermath, that it would have been far more, I don't know, probably would have been, probably would have went a little further. I'll just say that. Probably would have went a little further. Uh. I don't think game is quite as big as he thinks he is, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I understand why you say that, but I think we underestimate games uh fan base. This shit this shit kind of big, bro. Like, yeah. like the motherfucker motherfucker sold a lot of shit, man. Okay, just just to yeah, give you a caveat true. real quick. When I say not as big as he thinks he is, I think I, I I said that wrong. Game is dope. He can rap, but he puts himself on a tier as far as rapping that I don't think he's on. And he feels like he gotcha. should be mentioning the conversation with those people. Yeah. I I I can accept that. I can accept that. Um I can accept that. I can accept that. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find something to push back on that, but I, I can <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the podcast. Find different- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No doubt. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, like his game is game is dope. You know what I'm saying? But you know, again, he on some MC shit though. Yes. Because you got to think about this though. Because uh, so like even to that point, who else out here doing what he did on the West? Nobody. On the Nobody. West Coast? They can't. Nobody. Most of them can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, so I kind of see why he why he think like that. Cause he, I, I can't honestly say he's never been blown out on a record. I can't say that. I can. I've never heard him get blown out before. I, I've heard him be out rapped, but it wasn't a blowout. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And that's and he's done songs with Nas, Eminem. Like you talk about top tier niggas, he's done songs with top tier niggas and held his own. Even if they, even if they edged him, he held his own. So like, I'll never take nothing from him on that on that part. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he could rap, no question about it. He could definitely rap. Um, and he and he makes good records too. It's not just not just I can rap. Like the nigga know how to make a song. Uh, the shit, the, the my life shit with Lil Wayne is still one of my favorite songs. Albums. Yes. That boy in the rap album was dope, yo. Man. Nineteen ninety two. Documentary two and documentary two point five. Man, this nigga crazy, bro. <laughs> this game is crazy. Doctor's Advocate will forever be my favorite. I love that one, one too. Doctor's Advocate. Doctor's Advocate. Word. Like Red Album. LAX. Crazy. LAX was. You know, LAX. <laughs> like, 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 I see why you said what you said, but like, I, I feel game on that, man. Like, you gotta, like, 
game's antics is what drives people from not saying or giving him, I think, the accolades he he wants. And the name dropping shit. I think and that's been dogging him since the beginning of his career. Well, again, like I said, like that's an antic. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I include all of that. But again, like I, I think motherfuckers I think people fall on that criticism when they really can't touch any other ones. Because mm-hmm. yes, he does he 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 did name drop a lot. He might still do it now, you know what I'm saying? Like not on the level he did, but I mean shit. You know. That okay. Game name drop, but you know who else game who name dropped too? Mm-hmm. But he don't ever get uh crucified for it. You just said his name, Rockness. Now, yeah. of course, and Rock Rock does it in a different fashion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he does he does it for the punchline. Right. You know. And, and I think that's he, what makes it different. Yeah, that's definitely the, the know, only difference he, between it. And how he said it though, he he said he's gonna run into a couple of tense discussions over the fact that he does that. But you know, in his mind, he's only doing it because it's it's rap. I'm rapping. You know what I'm saying? I think game kind of does it the same way, but he just doesn't do it the same manner. So we look at it like you name dropping, you name because we hate motherfuckers who name drop. Like just in general. Like like people generally hate people who name drop. That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh but shit. Then, then, like going so like I was with this motherfucker. Da, 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 and we was doing this and like you know what I'm saying? Like he just be throwing shit up in there. Just randomly. Like what the hell what does that name even make sense right now? Like what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But 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 game but game, man. <laughs> He sold a lot of shit. <laughs> and you got to think, before the documentary came out, this nigga was only rapping for three years. And you made a fucking classic album the first time out the gate. Now, mind you, 50 had a lot to do with that. But the, yeah, you so still had to rap, nigga. Again, team. Team. Yeah. Even with that, he like, still had to rap. He still had to write that shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I think um, that situation with that album is never going to be resolved because neither one of them is willing to relent on how much they had to do with it um i think that it would make more sense for them to just say yeah because game will admit yeah i mean hooks and da 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 a couple of them beats were supposed to be 50s and da 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 okay mm-hmm. and he's willing to admit that 50 the one that just be like nah fuck that i made that album fuck that nigga i'm like oh yeah like <laughs> you know that nigga is petty jackson oh my god I think 50 be on bullshit when he do that. Like, yeah. But then, but then it's hard for you to, to even, you know, really say, okay, you know, I believe this person because, you know, game, game, get out there, he can be capping too. Big time. Yeah. You know, and so, but again, 50 has too. So Joe said, game is my favorite liar in hip hop. <laughs> that shit fucked my head up, y'all. I was like, man, you, wait a minute. I think you got a point. Hold on. <laughs> I think you might have a point. Yeah. Because we know he full of shit. And we still rock with it. We don't care. <laughs> it's okay. But the other niggas be lying. We be like, ah, nah, fuck you, nigga. You cap. That's cap. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hey, game game holds a very special place to me in the, um, in, in West Coast hip hop, especially post-1999. You know what I'm saying? Dare I say game ain't never capped bigger than no fucking unknown artist. Factory. <laughs> Factory. Much to going back to the fucking conversation we was just having about niggas pretending to be part of Wu Tang. Well said. Motherfuckers oh wear fake. God. Motherfuckers wear fake shit. You came outside, capping nigga. 
you started your day with a cap. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Like <laughs> you woke up this morning, just looked in the closet and said, fuck it. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I y'all dog, I never understand that though. You Niggas pay eighty dollars for those bread elevens. You just you read my like fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, my- read my fucking mind, bro. <laughs> you know, yo, that's crazy. And I be looking at niggas. Yo, I seen a nigga at the bus stop one day, right? My car's broke down, so I catch the bus sometime. Um, I'm at the bus stop, and this guy walks up, and we both getting on the same bus. But he's got on this big gold chain, he got on J's. You know what I'm saying? The usual trappings of. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out here getting it. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching. For one, I don't know you, and I hate to have to pull out a dead you right here at this fucking bus stop. But mm-hmm. more importantly than that, I need to see what's going on with this. Something don't look right. Something about this is off. Then when I li- then I looked at it, and I realized what it was. That chain a little ashy. The stitches <laughs> off. Just the, the stitches off on them J's just a little. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. And I just looked at him. And I, he looked at me, we made eye contact, and I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't do nothing else, yo. I was just like, yo, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, nigga. You came outside like that. Side captain. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the fucking episode. Came outside captain. <laughs> like, damn, man, the fuck? That shit is nuts, bro. Oh, man. You know something crazy? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, We have a a whole new generation of hip hop artists. Um this capping? Oh, they capping like a motherfucker. Big time. Uh-oh. Big time. Um but the big the biggest thing, the biggest shock to me is um when you see somebody like um like all let's like all the little ladies, um Ice Spice and Lola Brooke and Sexy Red and all of them. Can we talk about sexy red after after you say what you got to say? Like after we make this point. Oh yeah, no like, doubt. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, you her up, but, but go ahead, go ahead. No, I just think I feel like there's a um there's a <laughs> there's a chasm that's been created. I, I think the ladies are doing a better job of crossing the chasm than we are as guys. Um, okay. Because, like you said, Trina brought Lola Brooke out at the show. I mean, granted, they probably knew she was going to do it, but still, the fact that you, being who you are, regardless of how I may feel about your music, you're a Trina. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you and, and you allow this young lady to have for some of your stage time, and that's that's commendable because there's a lot of niggas that wouldn't do the same for one of these young boys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like, like we was talking about Nas earlier. I just want to say before we get to sexy red, the best thing Nas ever did is an executive with Sean Davies. That's the best thing he's done so far. Um, but even with that, it goes back to my point because most people who listen to East say the same thing. I mean, okay, niggas say I don't like his voice. All this shit sound the same. Da 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 da. Blah blah blah. I'm like. I like him. <laughs> Davies is dope. I don't like all the music he makes, but I think he's dope. But the problem is, again, is Nas who signed him. So everybody's looking for the second one of him. It's like, yep. bro, like, get past that, man. Real get shit. past that. Let, let these niggas be who they going to be. Feel me? God you know, unfortunately, Davies got, got enough balls to keep doing what he does and be himself. I guess getting, play, getting to play Method Man on Wu-Tang definitely don't hurt that none. Like, yeah, I'm really gonna show my ass now. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the cool thing about that is, motherfuckers, like, he not really getting ridden into the dirt over that. Right. Oh, this is a fucking town town, girl. <laughs> I 
YouTube or some shit? No, I'm, I'm on, on Google because I'm like, <clears throat> I want to make sure that I'm informed and know who I'm talking about. I, I, <laughs> we we talked about her once before, didn't we? Uh, I, for a brief I, moment, yeah. Okay. She's the one oh, no, 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 no. We talked about Scarlet. We didn't talk about Sexy Red. We talked about okay. Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's the one uh, that had her nudes leaked and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, I, I, I saw a video. What video did you see? She was playing in it. Send Dude was link. about to get out. Send me the link. Yeah. Send me the link. I'm just, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Again, I, I, I didn't go looking for it. That shit popped somehow. I don't even know how I saw it. Yeah, but, looking at it right now. <laughs> oh my god! But nah, man, it's like, did you see the performance of her? Uh, I don't. Was that? But she was on stage. It was like it looked like it was a it was a stadium. Oh yeah, I don't think so. You didn't see it. Uh, I, I didn't watch it, but I did see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's only maybe like a minute to watch. Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. it. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, well, now again, like she she tickles me. I ain't gonna bullshit you. She tickles me. Like I come from a background where ratchet bitches are appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So like to see her and like the way she says niggas is just funny to me. Like in that song, where the niggas? Like that shit is funny niggas. To, me. <laughs> to the where the niggas? <laughs> that shit is funny to me. That girl is hella brave. But girl. you know. <laughs> I like how authentic she is. I like that. Now the rest of that shit, the rest of that shit could go down the drain. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's funny to me that she's getting all the all of the attention that she's getting. You know, and and it's sad because we know it ain't the music. Well, it is. It has nothing to do with the music because that's the trend right now. Yeah, it's not because the music is good. You know what I'm saying? Like even even like the uh the little freestyle clip that I. That's been floating around with her and Sukihana. Oh yeah, Sukihana. Ooh And again, it's like I'm like y'all don't feel like the world. Like talking to them, it's like y'all don't feel like the world is laughing at y'all. Because the world laughing at y'all. Please believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, um, I don't know, man. Like. This is amazing, man. That that record, that record just blew like that, and and she said she was bullshitting. I ain't even surprised. It sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, I'm she not surprised. She said she was just in the booth freestyling, waiting to get queued up for the next record. And when she said that, she do was like, man, nah, lay that shit down. And she was just bullshitting. That's crazy. And 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 so, but now it makes me wonder, like, how much of what we're seeing now is based upon the fact that somebody said, do that. I can guarantee it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean, like, I'm wondering how much of it is, is based upon that. Give me more. I need another one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 did she get coached into doing the rest of this shit? Because like now, like I said, like we're seeing all of the antics, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I asked, did you see her on stage performing? Because she's not a dancer. She doesn't dance well, but she dropped that split though, like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The whole crowd went stupid. I'm like, are y'all doing this because y'all think the split is sexy? Yeah. Or are you laughing at her? Or are you laughing at her? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Like this. Uh, 
like when you uh, her newest song, the video dropped yesterday. It's called "Looking for My Hoes." Looking for the hoes is the name of the song. Where the niggas? Where the niggas? <laughs> I'm looking for the hoes, but where the knuckles? Oh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, bro, trust me. I'm 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 always gonna be a supporter of following generations behind us and all of that shit. You know, get your money. You ain't hurting nobody. Do your thing. It's cool. But I'm gonna be honest. It's a it's a kind of disheartening to see it happening in the way it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Because I I would hope that I had hoped that Rhapsody achieving some degree of success would inspire other girls who want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Not, and, and not have to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, mind you, if that's who you are, that's just who you are. And that's, and that's fine. Be you. I'm all for it. But like you said, be mindful of whether they're laughing at you or with you. And if they're laughing at you, ask yourself why. And if you can get it, if you can, if you can give yourself an honest answer to that question, make the necessary changes you got to make for them to, to laugh with you instead of at you. Now, mind you, sexy red gonna laugh all the way to the bank. So I mean, you know? I'm gonna be honest. I don't think people give a shit. You know, they, if they if they they just want the attention regardless. <laughs> laugh at me, laugh at me. Show me that you're watching me, though. Right. I see that. I see that. I get I get humans too much credit sometimes, yo. I'm not gonna lie. And and sometimes that's the psychology shit. I was thinking that when you said that about Rhapsody, I'm like, I get what you're saying, but people no, I don't. Mean, we we've seen it happens several times where somebody lyrical comes out like Lil Kim is probably a prime example of what I'm talking about. People could be super lyrical, but their focus is on something completely different. Right. And that's the thing. If the, the music that she's making, I wouldn't mind it so bad if the, the, the writing was better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's going to be ratchet shit. Like you say, e, I'm with you. Like I got a, a certain appreciation for ratchet bitches too. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? When I was younger, I might have fell into the ratchet category myself, even though I'm a dude. You know what I'm saying? I was a wild nigga. But like, when it's all said and done, though, even when I was talking that rah-rah shit, I mean, I still do. But I mean, like, when I was talking it then, it wasn't just, oh, I, like, I hate to hear a nigga make a, and then I pull out my nine and bah! Like, nigga, that's too easy. Like, be creative with it. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So I always made it a point that even if I'm saying the most gangster shit in the world, I want to say it creatively. You know what I'm saying? I want to give greater value to what I'm creating by saying it in a way that you wouldn't have thought to say it in. They don't do that now. They just say whatever the fuck come to their mind. And, I, and there's there's a freedom in that, but at the same time, as, as much as it frees you, it also confines you. Because now, this is what they want. So if you even try to walk over there and do that, they're going to be like, nah, uh-uh, get back over here. Come back over here because we're not following you there. Ask Outkast how that feels. Mm. Yeah, they continue to sell millions of records, but you know why? I can almost guarantee you, <coughs> there's a core people, there's a core group of people that follow Outkast all the way through their evolution. <coughs> Pardon me. If you see the sales numbers are similar on all those albums, it's because new groups of people were gravitating to the music. Because there's a whole lot of people that hopped off the train once ATLian came, and they was like, "These niggas getting weird." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he already alluded to it before when we were talking about it. So like. Yeah. ATL is alienated some people. Women I alienated even more people. Uh, Stank on you alienated even more people. Like, it's just like people, when they felt like they couldn't connect and relate to it, then it became a matter of, oh, well, I ain't fucking with that. But now a whole new group of people that can relate to that are, are in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I feel you. I mean, like, 
I don't know, man. You know, pe- people listen to certain things for different reasons. But at the end of it, like when we talk about the artists and shit, um, like being laughed out or being laughed with, like Mojo said, like they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like at the end of it, they really just out to being famous. Like they're not looking for a career. Well, where they're looking for a career, but they don't understand the fame is not the career. You know what I'm saying? Like even even to um, I was talk- I was talking to uh. I was talking to my lady yesterday on the phone, and she was saying she um, her daughter is cheering, and they had to go cheer at the uh, Panther Stadium for 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 some like uh you know like a a Pee Wee League or a Little League football game or something like that. And when they were done, I guess there was news crews there, and when they were done, she said that her daughter was like, "I'm gonna be famous." Her daughter's nine. Mm. That I'm gonna be famous. As soon as I heard that, I was like, "Damn!" Like you know, now she's nine. She shouldn't be thinking about a career. But I do understand how, because of what's going on out here, how fame is the currency. So everybody wants it. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, of course she's nine, so she's not thinking of what can I do to get famous. Like what else can I do? She just thought what I did might have made me famous. Whereas these other artists out here is like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And don't give a what it is, saying. So. I did the same thing, though. <clears throat> when I was young, um, I was I was performing and stuff like that. I had did a show. And this was after, like, I think it was like a talent show or something like that. And I was, like, really feeling myself. I was like, yeah, I'm about to be famous. Mm -hmm. And so the goal was to create a career through fame, not a career through something that I felt was going to create legacy or, uh, in. so I think, I think this is crazy. I don't, I don't, I get it because that's, that's the way that everybody is getting attention and their validation and shit like that. Yeah. It's so crazy to me, though, because as as a 31 year old, I'm like, we could probably benefit more from people who are more interested in being in the healthcare system or in some sort of um, um, humanitarian endeavor that was beneficial and could actually fix some of the ways that uh, we we perceive each other as humans. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to we want to. We want to rap because it's it's accepted and people gravitate towards it so easily. Yeah, music and like even with that, I I think um a a lot of people just don't know of various ways to get out. Like actually, it's something we was talking about earlier um before before you you came on, and I was saying like how so far as like going to school and shit, like you got to be grown, like you gotta you have to kind of be shown the way or shown a way. Yeah. I wasn't shown a way. I was just told go do this, but I wasn't shown how to do it. So even with what you're saying so far as like, you know, people thinking to them and get rich off fame, like through rap, if we talk about the black community, we really don't see a lot of a lot of examples of quote unquote success. And I don't mean like everybody's walking around like just in the worst of the worst conditions of poverty. I'm saying like these things are celebrated. Like, 
the dentist is not celebrated. The garbage man is not celebrated, and he ha he's getting paid really good. He's got great benefits. Yeah, that's a that's one thing, and I don't mean I don't mean to interrupt, but as as that's all good. As a as a kid growing up, I witnessed firsthand, and I see memes about it now, where right the meme is the parents telling the child who's looking at the janitor, the garbage man, you know, you money, right. Right. So, so, so in our, so in our community, we feel like success is the attention. Based off of, based fame. off of attention. And that's what we go towards. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we just don't see, we don't celebrate the things that, that is, that's truly people. You know? Like it's it's a lot of things I wish I, I had learned when I was a kid that I think may, maybe if I had that kind of influence, which way I would have gone so far as even just career wise and things of that nature. You Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Like to even to this day, things to this day that I value that actually aren't important in the grand scheme right. of shit. Likewise. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wonder that a lot. But at the same time, it's like now, like I'm at an age where it's like, you know, I'm still obviously, you know, fended for myself, taking care of myself. But like, okay, I ha I have friends who who may have received a teensy bit more grooming than I did, but their career path just went on something that was just amazing for them. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the same bullshit that I came from. Like I said, I got a homeboy that I went to high school with. This motherfucker's a civil, a civil engineer here in L.A. And has built numerous. He's worked worked on the fucking train station, train system here. Late, that's late. You know what I'm saying? Living his motherfucking life, flying all over the place. You know, just enjoying himself. You know, and 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 has brought his family along, employed his friends, employed his brother. But he's not getting celebrated, unless it's by people like us. Who know what it is, and we're old enough to understand it. Right, hell yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? As the kid, you don't really get that. You know, the wild thing is what you're saying. What well, you're saying is perfect. Um, just to give an example, of, you know, personally, um, both of my parents graduated from college when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Um, ever since I was little, it was the whole thing of you know, graduate school, go to college. Da 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 da. I don't like. I didn't like going to class. That was a problem for me. I felt like it was boring. And when they tried to skip me ahead or put me in AP classes, I wasn't trying to hear that shit. I was like, I just don't want to be here, yo. Right. Um, so by the time I got to by the time I got to high school, as a matter of fact, they both graduated my senior year of high school. So like um I went through a lot just to get to the point of even wanting to go to college. You know what I'm saying? Um then trying to figure out how it was gonna happen. Quick question, quick question, quick question, quick question. You said they graduated, so they got their bachelor's while you was in high school? Yeah, my dad got his nursing degree while I was in high school, and my mom got her CPA when I was in high school, yeah. Yeah, both of them. My mom graduated from Shaw, and my dad graduated from uh, Central. Yeah, so, I mean, I was... I... Hmm? Can you recall how many years of you being cognizant of them working on that up until you graduated high school? Good fucking question. Um, 
I would say probably, have... probably like seventh grade was when I realized that, like, what was happening. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom had Got to slow roll it because she had me and my brother and it was just her. You know what I'm saying? So she had to slow roll it and kind of take her time. Then as I got older and was able to take more responsibility for my brother, she was able to take more classes, you know what I'm saying, and go ahead and get it done. So, yeah, that was – but it gave me a yeah. certain – I looked at college a certain way because of that. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I – like, I picked up football in the ninth grade. I never played football before that. I picked up football in the ninth grade and realized I was good at it. And I was like, okay, fuck it, i just do this. I mean, I see. I still play basketball and ran track and all that shit too. But I was like, football is gonna be my ticket. That's yeah. what's gonna get me to college, cause right. I know my grades ain't gonna do it. Because I hate going to fucking class. So I'll make good enough grades to stay eligible. I, I smoked the SAT, so I was like, "Yo, what we doing?" And sure enough, my senior year, about halfway through the season, I got a stack of letters this high from motherfuckers <laughs> want me to come to their school. And um, I went to college, and I can honestly say I blew it because of the way watching them made me look at college because I started looking at it like, like you could have been doing da-da-da-da-da-da-da and getting paper instead of fucking with that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't recognize at the time how much that was going to change their lives. My dad became the director of nurses at the Durham VA hospital. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, he was... I said, you the director of nurses? Daddy, you the Don. That's what's up. And that's what I called him every time I walked in there. I need to find a Don, please. They was like, the Don, the director of nurses, the Don. That's what I'm looking for. Know what right. I mean? And uh, it's crazy because I look like this nigga. So when they see me and I'm I'm asking for him, they're like, are you his kid? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I was fucking twin. Um, but yeah, man, our perception of the things that, that could possibly be more beneficial for us is all kind of fucked up just because of the fact of certain parts of information we weren't given along the line. If I had been told more about college coming up before I got to that point, I may have performed better when I was there. You know what I'm saying? Um. I didn't have an acute understanding of how football and scholarships and all this other shit works. So when I decided to quit the team, I didn't realize I was going to have to quit school too. A lot of shit. Like you said, yeah. valuing the wrong things because of what we was taught. You know what I'm saying? I value yeah. my reputation in the street more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't care where I'm at. Ain't nobody going to play my face. I ain't nobody bitch. Fuck that. You say something, I'm going to put you in the face. But why? There's plenty of times I could have just walked away from shit. But instead, I spent the night in jail or had my hand all swollen up for days because I decided to punch a nigga in the face when I could have just let it go. Right, right, right. But why? Right. Because I valued that. That reputation of, yo, don't fuck with him. I valued that over being valued as seen, being seen as a good dude. You know what I'm saying? But you saw other people getting valued for that. Right. Like the I niggas said, I looked up to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, so like, even like when I said like the success thing, what we value, like you know, rap, like entertainment and sports is really what we are genuinely. That's what we generally see. Yep. You know, now mind you, like you said, you you didn't have an understanding yet of what your mom was doing to to understand the value of what she was doing. Instead, you 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 looked at it like how the average person who ain't got a shot to go to school is going to look at it like, well, you know, you can get paid. <laughs> That's how you looked at it. But but the reason the reason why I asked you the question though is because my mom did the same thing. Um, but I was way younger. So what so let me so let me let me actually say it this way. She got her master's while I was in elementary school. But I remember how much time it took. As an adult, I could say it this way, but as a kid, I didn't. I couldn't say it this way. I, I I understand how much time it took 
her away from me. Right. So our relationship isn't really close like that, even to this day. Mm. Because because she got her master's in education and she went on to teach. You know what I'm saying? So um she spent a fuck man, you talking like what what let's say ten hours a day in a school setting, and then maybe then maybe six more when she get home and she gotta feed me. You know what I'm saying? So I realize now as I'm older, and this is not a blame. Again, this is just me being able to say the sky is blue. She knew that going to school, going to college would help me, but she wasn't prepared or didn't try to groom me into understanding what it is and how to move through it. So I blew it <laughs> when I got there. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah, even still, like I'm coming up in the community, I can say I look up to the drug dealers, man. They was fucking the chicks I was trying to get at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, and, and I understood then. I was like, oh, so this is about money. I don't know any other ways to get money now, but this way. I don't even understand the patience in it. Cause like even even still like with my mom doing what she was doing, she didn't really explain it to me. It's just I knew okay, you know what? Again, this summer you back in New Jersey with your aunt. You might have to stay with your grandma this summer. You might have to go this whole year stay with your aunt. You might you know, just so she could do what she got to do, and she's still married to my pops who was out there doing what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? So it was not a coming home kind of dude. Like you know, so like I said, like I got so my he didn't do that. As I wouldn't see him for weeks at a time sometimes. But all I'm saying is it's the grooming. You have to be shown a certain way. And if nobody's taking the time to show you and instruct you, you're just going to see things and you're going to make up the conclusion on your own. You know? And it's a rare person who gets it right. Man. Most, people, most people fuck it up. Okay. Yes, that that's what I, just, I wanted to ask. Cause like, I mean, cause like, 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 even like what you said earlier, like, yeah, we do disagree on 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 some things, but it's like I realized even still just talking, I was like, hold up, what happened? Hold on, I, I could pull that out. Same thing kind of happened to me. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, so how you said like your disdain for school and college? You was bored in school. Bored as fuck. You yeah. liked it, but you didn't like it because you was bored. So now you fucking around. Whereas actually, it was you, too easy. And both, you and I both would have benefited from getting skipped ahead, bro. When I look back at that shit now, my whole my whole train of thought is, man, you're an idiot, yo. Like, but the whole and the other part of it was, and and this is the part that get overlooked by a lot of people. The other part of it was, I wasn't trying to leave my boys. You know what I'm saying? We all in the same grade. We all kicking it. We chilling. We doing our thing. Yeah, I'm not trying to lead them to go hang out with these nerds. What's wrong with y'all? I don't give a fuck, but I can't do the work they're doing. That doesn't matter to me. Right. The only thing that matters to me is this family. This this is my family. This is my family that I built. I chose this family, yeah. and I'm not leaving these niggas. So even with that, though, one of the older homies, he used to tell me all the time, hey, bro, you should do that. Hey, bro, you should do that. Hey, and he was constant. Hey, you should do that. Hey, why don't you go do that? Why don't you go get in that AP class? But the problem was because he older than me, but he's still a kid himself. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm talking, I'm seventh grade right now. He's probably in the 10th. You know what I mean? So he's like, yo, you should go do that. But in my mind, I'm thinking, nigga, you a kid just like me. And we both out here in the streets fucking up together. What you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, man, I, I don't, I think, I think that, uh, you probably need one more of him to tell you that. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> if, if enough people had did it, I probably would have went ahead and done it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or yeah, even I if mean, the friends I was trying not to leave had said, hey, bro, we good. Just go do it. I'd have went. But because we have this, um, we have an odd concept of what loyalty actually means. I know we talked about this before. Ooh, we have an odd bro. concept of what loyalty actually means. Loyalty don't mean I'm going to stay here in this area, stay here in this place with you and be stuck. That ain't what that means. And that's why one of the topics I brought up that I wanted to talk about is, and I'm, I'm probably... You know what? I'm gonna save it for next week because we already are like two two hours of change. But um, nah, man, go ahead, go ahead. Look, we can finish it with this one, man. Fuck it. All right, no doubt. So that, be that's, some- <laughs> that's what it really come down to. Um, I was I, I made a lot of mistakes that I probably could have avoided if the people around me. The, the problem was I thought the people that I was around were smart enough to give me the rest of the equation, not realizing. Mm-hmm. We in the same boat. You don't know no more than I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that that became a problem. Um, and, and I think what I how I said it was don't let pride and blind loyalty make you starve together. Um, yeah, that was it. Don't let pride and blind loyalty make you starve together. And on the real, that's exactly what the fuck we was doing. We was starving together. Then we started getting a little money from whatever we was doing, and then we was getting money together. But we was getting money together, but we weren't necessarily growing together. We was just getting money. That's it. And, and then the way I got money was totally different from the way they got money. He said he looked up to the drug dealers. I looked up to the niggas that was taking their shit. So, eh, sign me up. <laughs> I want to do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I learned real fast that once the prison door closes, nothing else matters. Nothing that happened prior to you getting there, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is surviving this situation and getting out of it. But blind loyalty put me in prison. I can admit that blind loyalty put me in prison because all I had to do was say, yeah, he did it because they knew I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Well, at least they statute of limits. I'm good. They thought I didn't do it, but they thought I knew who did. And I wouldn't tell them shit. Well, you went to jail for it. So we ain't got to worry about. Yeah, no doubt. I already did my time for that. Fuck y'all. So (laughs) that's the thing though, man. I, I think that that blind loyalty and pride too. Pride, pride is a is a killer if you allow it to be. Um, mm-hmm. I have been too proud to ask for help many times in my life, many times in my life. Um, I was homeless and told nobody for a whole year. I had nowhere to live. I was on the streets, sleeping wherever I could find to sleep, eating whatever I could find to eat. I had a little job and shit, but you know it's hard to move back and forth and do what you got to do to get to work and stay clean and all this other shit when you ain't got nowhere to live. So like. I went through situations with that, but my pride kept me from saying anything. And as soon as I finally broke and somebody realized something went adding up, somebody knows me very well was like, yo, bro, something off. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Something's wrong. And I'm like, nah, 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 I'm good. He's like, all right, well, let's go. Let's go. I got to go do X, Y, Z. I'm going to take you home. And I was like, okay. So we go to the east side of Winston. I tell him, just drop me off at the Burger King. He said, nah, I want to take you home. I said, nah, I need to get something to eat. Then we'll go through the drive-thru, then I'll take you home. I was like, bro, just drop me off here, man. Why? He would not let up. He knew something was wrong. Then I told him. 
the moment I told him, you know what we did? We went through that drive-through at Burger King. I got my food. We went right back to his apartment. He said, that's your room right there. Go set up shop. That's your room right there. Go. I was like, what the? F-? He said, bro, if you had told me this shit six months ago, you could have been off the streets. What are you doing? Why is your pride, your man pride so strong that you can't ask somebody for help when you're in one of the worst situations you could possibly be in? Not having mm-hmm. shelter in the wintertime, in the summertime. Like, I was stupid as fuck. But that's what I literally walked myself off that cliff due to my pride. And I, and I have yet to forgive myself for that, to be honest with you. I, I think about it all the time. About all the things that I've missed because my pride wouldn't let me change my perspective on something. Um, mm-hmm. And I got to say this because I know we brought it up before and I got to say this and I'm pretty sure he's not going to listen so it don't really matter one way or the other but um, I take responsibility in some cases for my name not being mentioned in rooms that should be mentioned in because I've always given people the impression I could do it myself I don't need you mm-hmm. I've always given people that impression and and so now as an adult I can't say oh man you should have said da 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 nah I made you think I had it mm-hmm and because I made you think I had it, you was like, well, shit, ain't no point in me saying nothing. He got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga might hit me, but yeah, I was just talking to someone, so you might want to hit him up. Then I hit him up, and it ain't the same thing. Because if I'd have got out of my pride bag, I'd have been there in that room with them. And that changes the whole dynamic. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it is what it is, man. That shit is crazy, bro. That shit is wild, wild. <laughs> yeah. I said how you fucked up. You know. <sighs> I definitely got a couple of homies who I know didn't do it. Who I know didn't do it. They when did the time. You know what I'm saying? Salute to them. No doubt. I mean, salute to them. And I, I ain't saying salute to them on no um look, I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep it a buck. Um some of y'all niggas need to learn what snitching is. Some of y'all need to learn what snitching is, because sometimes the shit y'all call snitching and be ready to cast niggas out of the hood. They ain't snitching. They ain't had nothing to do with that crime. They was a victim of that crime. They were supposed to tell somebody who the fuck did that. What's wrong with y'all? Niggas got this whole shit fucked up, man. Street code my ass. Y'all niggas, the street code that y'all niggas taught me, y'all don't live by that shit. The hip-hop rules y'all taught me, y'all don't live by them shits. The rules of engagement with women that y'all try to teach me, y'all don't live by that shit. The fuck, man? We all, we all hypocrites trying to teach other people how to be a hypocrite. Basically, that's what <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> right. That right. shit is wild, bro. Oh my god, that's wild. I mean, you live and you learn, I guess. You know, you live and you learn. But I I hope that um in due time that that I, I think our generation can be can be the beginning of changing that. I feel like I taught my kid. Now, mind you, with my with my son in jail right now, this is gonna sound stupid, but. Um, I feel like I, I taught my children very well about what the world actually is and not what they wanted to be and also how they should conduct themselves in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I will admit when they, when my, when my son was first born, you know, my first kid, I don't know. I don't really know nothing. I don't know. I never wanted kids. You know what I'm saying? So to have one was like, oh shit, little me. And it's a boy. So I'm like, oh, shit, we can really do all the football and basketball. And da, da, da. But the part I didn't take into account, I taught him how to fight early. But I never taught him how to avoid a fight. 
which could have mm. been which could have been the best thing I could have taught. Mm. I'm gonna teach you how to fight if there ain't no way out of it, but I'm gonna teach you all the ways out of it, so you can maybe skip this part. Keep that in the tuck in case you need it. Right. But walk away if you can. You know what I'm saying? I never taught them that because I, I was a warrior when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? So like I taught them. Hey, if a nigga say it, pop off with his head. If a nigga say it off with his head, period. That's that's it. My daughter, she said, what? Chop that bitch in the throat next time. I taught my kids to be fucking savages. But then as I got older and they got older and I started seeing the result of what I taught them, I had to start curbing it. Okay, this is what I left out. Come here. Let me tell, let me tell you this. This is what I left out. But after you program them for six, seven years to do this one thing, you can't expect one conversation to turn that around. So... It started to become a perpetual thing. Okay, I gotta, I gotta say this to you every day. Hey, hey, hey. And finally, they got it. And I feel like now, I feel much better about their odds out here in the world of something were to happen to me today than I did three years ago. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my daughter just graduated from high school. Uh, my son just turned 23 this year. Um, my oldest son is shit, 28. So, I mean, yeah. It's real in the field, man. Uh, I, oh, that's what I wanted to ask you, E. And you too, Mojo. I think you're the only child as well, right? Yep. Okay. So I was saying in that scenario with my mom being in school that having to take care of my brother while she was doing her thing as I got older kind of helped, helped, helped ground me and kind of start moving me out of the streets. You know what I'm saying? Um, by not having siblings, when that element came crashing into your life like how did because i had my brother at home who's four years younger than me that i have to be here with i can't go out there right now i gotta stay here with him till she get home but y'all didn't have that roadblock so like i i because i've always wondered what it would be like to be an only child out there i used to think i wanted to be one but i love my brother to death so uh, <laughs> um so i mean I, can you can you tell me kind of how that transpires on that end of it pros and cons to it there's a lot of there's a lot of pros and cons I, I, I mean obviously with any situation but being an only child you definitely have the space and the freedom to be an individual there's no one that you have to take care of that's under you unless you've got a family member cousin that you know is like your designated i don't know <laughs> person that you need to be taking care of when it comes to family whether they live with you or you're going over to their house whatever frequently but I think I think the pros consist of being able to have your space. Um, you you get to be, like I said, an individual. Um, you know, you have your own room and stuff like that, where you can create your personality and your your aesthetic just based off of having alone time. <laughs> I feel like the cons though are you're alone. And so when you're at home. You're at an age where your parents are working until about seven to eight o'clock at night. You're at an age now where you're coming home from school and you get to be by yourself. I feel like the cons are you don't have anyone to spend time with. And that's like the loneliness factor. But you also don't have anybody to be like, hey, you know, let's go do this, whether this be an older brother, younger brother, sibling in general. You don't have anyone that is there to change, uh, switch your attention from the idle mind uh, situation um, because you're constantly worrying about this other person in the home or, you know, you guys are you guys have to go do something together because the younger or older brother has an appointment, whatever. Um, and so I think you're just you're just left to your 
uh, devices and trying to cure boredom. In my situation, I did a lot of stupid shit. I was setting stuff on fire and and, and all kinds of shit. So <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know if that would have changed if I had a sibling, but I do know I probably would have done something a little bit different had I had a sibling or um, family member that lived with me, um, you know. I got a question to go with that. You were setting fires. You didn't torture animals at all, did you? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no live things. If it may be a plant, but then it started turning into uh, dead plants. And we're talking about weed. So no doubt. Uh, <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt. I think the, no. the reason I asked was because of. I don't know if you know, like most people say serial killers, some of the things that that are their traits when they're kids is they start fires, they torture animals. they Absolutely. And so this goes into the idle mind situation. The Internet's a wonderful place when you're a child. Um, so I didn't go out and do <laughs> – I see East face change. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm right there with you. I'm laughing. I'm laughing inside hard right now, like. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that's all it is. No, I I was setting fire to like toys and grass and stuff like that. Things that that burn nicely that that don't scream at you or have this like I'm in pain type of thing. You still you set know. you still set fire uh, grass on fire nowadays. That, just a different grass now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you're setting, setting fire to sheds and and larger items. You know what I mean? You start to graduate and start turning into what what they now consider to be an arsonist. Yes, but you know, maniac <laughs> ass nigga. What the hell? <laughs> Somehow that doesn't surprise kid. me though. Like, just be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, was, I was a wild kid, bro. I was a wild kid, and I think that if I had a younger sibling at home or an older sibling, somebody that would have been like, "You need to be here," it probably would have turned out just a little bit different for me um, in regards to my activities, maybe even my personality. But I definitely think that I, I I would have stayed out of trouble, maybe just a little bit more, had I had somebody at home that I needed to take care of. Hmm. Was that hmm. similar experience for you, E? Yeah. Um <laughs> definitely. Like for for me, it manifested into wanting to belong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh I remember when I first would come home and I was I was saying a word, I was mispronouncing a word on purpose because all my friends mispronounced the word. Mm. And my mom, like, why are you saying it like that? I'm like, because that's how they say it. She's like, well, you don't talk like that. I'm like, but that's how they say it. Like, this, you know, again, like, I'm not understanding what she's getting at. And I think she doesn't understand what I'm saying, but she right. does. But again, at the same time, it's like, you know, because I'm always, if I'm not with older adults, I'm with my classmates. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you want to be a part of something. You want to blend in. You want to be cool. You know, it's whatever it is. You know what I mean? So, like, even to what you were saying, like, so far as, like, you know, I ain't want to go to school with these nerds or anything like that. I was the nerd who did cool shit. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, like like I said, like, I, I, I played <laughs> basketball 7th grade through 11th grade. I didn't play my 12th grade year on purpose, by choice. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, partially by choice. But, uh... You know, I, I, I fought, I, I danced, like I was a cool kid, you know what I'm saying? But of course I was still, you know, my grades was right. It was up the par because this shit was easy, you know? But at the end of it, I just really wanted to just blend in. I always felt like I stood out when I didn't want to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you're you, only child? 
yeah, you're an only child. You stand out. You can't help it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever familial situation you walk into, you're standing out anyway because you don't got a brother or sister that anybody else can pay attention to. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like aunts, uncles, the attention is on you if there aren't other cousins there. And for me, I'm in a weird age range where all my cousins are at least three years younger or three years older than me. I don't have any okay. this except for one. Right, she, disconnect. Yeah, so so she she was uh and she was raised in New York. So I only saw her every now and then. So I really didn't have cousins of my age. Yeah, so it was always my classmates or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So whatever they was into, I wanted to be into. And nine times out of ten, they was into the wrong shit. This is interesting. This is very interesting. You know? Yeah. This is very interesting. I, because there are similarities between what? the two of you. Yeah. Because I know each of you personally, but in different spaces. So yeah. there's definitely similarities between the two of you. And and I and I feel like now after hearing what y'all are saying. That that had a lot. That has a lot to do with why those similarities exist. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Skin. And that part. And that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I told somebody. I said I got Mojo and E to balance the screen out, man. I'm black as fuck, huh? What, the fuck? Um, <laughs> what are we talking about right now? <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that plays a plays a big part in it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, like I said, I just wanted like. I wanted to blend in to the point where I understood that blending in really doesn't help you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then I understood what it be me. I don't got to be like you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even now to this day, we're like, like, you ever see the meme where it says, uh, I just saw it recently. I'm going to fuck this up. But he basically said, um, if you can eat by yourself, you're a, you're a savage. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. Like if you can go to lunch or something, like you can go. No, if you can go out to dinner for so long, that that doesn't bother me. Like you know, I can walk into a room by myself. I can go anywhere by myself. I travel around the fucking world, meeting people there who I know or whatever. Like there's some kind of acquaintance, but I'm doing everything by myself. That's powerful. <laughs> you know, and not that I necessarily, I wish, I, you know what I'm saying? I wish. Like, I don't want to be out here doing this shit, though, because I know how much, I know how, how what it take to do it by myself. Even down to getting the money to do it. I know what the fuck it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, it's a, it's a fucking headache. It's a motherfucking headache. Um, It really is. Even down, even down to, Let's just keep it funky. Paying rent and feeding yourself. Having a woman to help you do that. I'm not saying it's an easier road, but it's still assistance. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So. Anything that changes the dynamic of your relation to what you're dealing with is 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 a plus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it changes the dynamic in a positive manner. So, yeah, yeah having that other person there, definitely. Yeah. I can right. speak. Yeah. Right, you know. So and then like you know, Mojo, I can't speak for your parents, but like I said, like I, I could I could always say my like I'm pretty much open book unless it comes down to like certain details, then I keep that shit to myself only because the world doesn't know it. But like my mom was, was never supportive of me making music. She was never supportive of that. So 
Um, and my pops either, to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's not like they did it on it, but like, you know, you can always just tell, I can always tell it's like, eh, whatever. No, whatever. You know, like my pops is like, if it ain't making you a buck, it ain't shit. You know, he like that. His mom's is like, it needs to be something, you need to be doing something that school could help you get. But again, she's not telling me how to help get the shit through school. Right. So they got my own way. You know what I mean? So right. that's why me and her bump heads to this day. Cause like now she's trying to tell me how to get through shit, but the shit she's trying to tell me how to get through is shit that I should have heard when I was 14. It's way too late. Yeah, it's a little, it's it's a little late, late in the game. Yeah, it's too late for that yeah. shit now. Yeah, like you should have told me this shit like 30 years ago. So that would have been good to go. Way too late now. It's like, you know, like you gotta deal with me as the adult that I am. Like, yes, you do you do still have valuable lessons to teach me. And I understand that. But if I'm already telling you what it is that I'm doing and I'm already in the middle of it and this is the conclusion, repeating to me what I need to do and I just told you I just did it doesn't help because now it sounds like you didn't listen to anything I just fucking told you. That part. You was just waiting for me to stop talking so you could say something. <laughs> just just you could tell me what right. to do. I'm like, did you not hear what the fuck I just said? Like, I just told you. Like, 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 like case, <laughs> point, case in point, like, you know, like, I, like Seven, I'm pretty sure you're aware, but Mojo, I don't know if you know, but like, I got some issues going on with my nerves. And so I had to go to a neurologist Friday. And he told me what he thinks the issue is. Fixable issue. Let's say that. Fixable issue. He basically I had to get some braces for my arms, for like for my elbows or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's been an ongoing thing. So like the first person I called, I was like, call my mom. Like, yo, so this is what they told me. Uh, uh, so this is what I need to do. And I, I, I mean, damn, as soon as I say that shit, she says, well, so you know you're going to have to do this. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, I just told you that the doctor told me I had to do that. And you just repeated to me what the doctor said. You don't have to tell me what to do. I just told you that I'm going to do what this man just said. And you tell me <laughs> what to do. That's that's the curse of being a parent, though. And this is something that I'm I'm realizing as a parent myself. It's like we can't we can't help but to try to teach in any given moment, even when it's not necessary. We okay. feel the need to try to teach in any given moment because we feel like that's what you do as a parent. Uh, so, I, no I mean, I, and I'm sure you do. But get, get, give your mom some grace. <laughs> yeah, I got it. You got I'm it. Sure yeah. you do. Bro, I'm going to tell you some shit. I'm trying, just, and I'm sure you do. Tell you some shit that just broke my heart the other day. Like, my daughter, um, she's looking for a job. So I was like, yo, um, how your resume look? She was like, I, I got to redo it. Da, 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 da. I said, well, look, I'm sitting in front of the computer right now. I'm pretty nifty with it. Let me whip something up for you. I'll send it to you. You can fill in all the details. You know what I'm saying? She was like, no, nah, I got it. If I need help, I'll let you know. Now, mind you, my daughter's 18 years old. Mm. Technically, she's an adult. She graduated high school, about to go to college. But in my mind, right. she's always going to be that little girl that used to sit on my lap and be like, Daddy, can I? She's always going to be that person. Always. And and I, I found that it's hard for me to accept that my children are grown sometimes. Because I was like, if that if y'all are grown, what does that say about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a self-conscious thing to a degree mm -hmm. where I can't accept the fact that they're grown because yeah. they're grown. That must mean I'm old. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't feel it. So I'm like, eh, something ain't right about this equation. Hold on. Um, but yeah, man. Well, if so you want, well, if you just want to feel old, run around the block twice. 
I can do that though. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> no, I be run, nigga. You mean like sprint? Yeah, run, man, run. Like, I don't mean jog. I don't mean a slight pace. Not run, man. Run like you was twelve. I could probably do one and a half, but that last half of that last one, brother, I'm dead. Forget about it. <laughs> that, that might be it. Feel you feel it? Hey, shit. I don't want to feel old. Fuck that. Like, you know, I, I'm going to say what? this, man. Words are powerful. Words are very powerful. And I think sometimes we take that to be um, an expression of a figure of speech and not the truth. The truth is words are powerful. Case in point, my homeboy, I'm, I think I'm like four years older than him, four to five years older than him. And um, he always saying that word, man, I'm old. Man, I'm old. I'm like, dog, I'm older than you. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, though. He said it so much to himself, amongst other people. He makes it seem like it's joking, like it's a joke. But he just keeps doing it. It keeps spinning. It keeps spinning. Right, he literally psyched himself out from being able to do some shit because he felt like he was too old to do it, and I was like, mm -hmm. so then it got done, and the person that did it, I said, do you know something about this guy right here? He was like, what? I said, he's older than me, and I'm older than you. Now what's your excuse? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong, I understand that I'm not a spring chicken. I get that part. I know that, but until I feel old. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm just me. That's it. Yeah. You know like I say, I'm older than I was last year. <laughs> I'm older than I was yesterday. But I ain't old, not by a long shot, because an old nigga can't get on the stage and do what I do. An old nigga can't kick you on the side of your head and make the whole side of your shit swell up. Not an old nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because an old nigga probably got a cane or some shit, and he chilling. Trying to chill, mind his motherfucking business and coast off into the sunset. Nigga, I ain't ready for that yet. I still got a lot of shit to do. So, fuck that. <laughs> I got a lot of shit to do. You know what I mean? That shit's real. Man, look. We got a meeting we got to take care of. Um, shit. Oh, fuck. We'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. It's cool. Oh, and y'all, just listen. We, we, uh, we are working on... <sighs> trying to incorporate music into this shit because we talk about music sometimes and like sometimes we be wanting to play the shit we be talking about so y'all know what we saying but um I wouldn't have told them that because <laughs> I know why we can't do it yeah me neither yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work it out we're trying, we're trying to figure it out we're trying to figure out the best way to do it effectively without it no when, when I tell you why we can't do it then you be like oh shit uh oh we can't do it okay so what I'm gonna do then is yeah <laughs> When I when I say did it, it did, I'm gonna hit the button, but we ain't gonna go nowhere. I need the answer. But yeah, anyway, y'all know what it is. Shout out to Pretty King. Shout out to Echo Limitless. Thank all of y'all for watching, for listening. I don't care if you're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, watching us on Rumble, wherever you may be. Thank you for locking in with Panther Politics Podcast on behalf of Mojo Barnes, Eat a Mad Assassin. I am Seven the Panther. We'll catch y'all next time, y'all. Peace.